Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm here with Dan. Hello, everybody. And Pat. Hey. I'll, I'll something to just fuck it up again, because I knew I fucked it up the first time, and then you guys, made, you, you guys made fun I of actually, me on the episode I wasn't there. Yeah. So yes, I figured I just might as well stick to, you know, that's just all I'm good at, is fucking things up. I thought you were going to, I actually thought you were going to fuck it up again. To be totally honest with you. No, I, I know what's up. It was a, there was a slight pause, so Did yes, Pat. You don't I, fuck up. No, never. I never fucked up before in my life. Um, never, never, ever. No, I know. I mean, I'm just, you know, I just want to make sure I get the right, like, vocal tone out for the for everyone to hear me. I always sound if like... Anybody okay. has, if anybody in this podcast has the right vocal tone for people to hear you, it's you, my friend. Well, if we talk about, like, vocal frequency, I, I don't like my <laughs> I don't like my voice. I think I sound like my nose is stuffed up all the time. Guess I could hear to be to be honest, like when I first heard my voice for the first time, like once I like went through puberty and my voice was like lower, I was like, "Am I sick or does I just sound like that?" And then like, it took me a while <laughs> to like come to the terms with the fact that that's just my voice. I'll be honest, it was. It was... Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that like your little like tongue web thing isn't snipped? I mean, and, like your tongue can't like. Maybe I guess I never thought about it. Well, they they they, they snipped that tongue thing, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh, hello, everybody!" Well, like because then your tongue can like maneuver. Pat, I don't know why mouth. you have to bring up my tongue thing in in front of all these people. <laughs> it's a very it's oh, cats a, out of the, cats out of the bag. Just, Dan's got a well, weird we talk about it on here. Did we not? I thought we did. That'd be a weird. How would I, well, how would I relate that story back to everything? Also, Dan, it was related to like you know how many my baby needs. ridiculous. You know how many ridiculous tangents we go on on this fucking. Podcast? I don't think we've ever that, been that on is a not tangent. out of the realm of the possibility no. that we would not talk about. No, we have the we do we do, but never Dan's baby tongue. <laughs> we have a list of approved topics, and my tongue is not on the list of approved topics. So, if you would like to submit a request to add that to the list of approved topics, then you need to submit it in writing. In three to seven days, you're going to respond. We'll send it to HR. Yeah, HR. We'll see who comes back. H- HR's Pat's uh, Pat's chinchilla. He might, he, might, he might address her or he might take a shit on it. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he'll definitely shit on it. That's all he does is shit. So, I'm picturing that cage is filled, with, filled with letters. <laughs> Beefcake, you going to get to these any, any, any time soon? <laughs> he'd eat it. He'd eat it and shit on it. And then just oh. leave it there, probably. Oh. There. That's usually I mean, that's uh, all he does. What HR departments do. Yeah, I was like, my HR department at work doesn't do much better than that. <laughs> Bada bing. Sounds, Funny corporate jokes. Sounds about right. Got him. So, yeah. Uh, it's a podcast where some friends get together and talk about video games. So, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk to any of us more, you can go to our Discord, okcameras.com. Should link you to an invite. So, get that little housekeeping note out of the way. Um, I missed last week, but I know that, Dan, you talked to you talked about Resident Evil 8 um, t- to a pretty good extent because you finished mm-hmm. it. Um, so just want to add that I started it. Uh, I think it's really good. I like the atmosphere of it. Um, I, the beginning is a little slow, but once it gets cooking, it's, uh, it's, what it's are you stuff. up to? Uh, two and a half hours. I'm in the castle with my giant vampire mom. How many, uh, mm-hmm. like things do you have done? The pillars or whatever? Uh, to open the door. They're up. They're up. I don't have any of the pillars done yeah. yet. That's like the main so that's like the main puzzle of the castle is to get those four of things. the castle. Yeah, yeah I, f- I figured that for me. Yeah, it's pillars. I, puzzles. I believe it. 
I just poured some pillars. That's like quintessential Resident Evil. You don't have to see it before you realize there's pillars in a puzzle. I, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, I'll have more thoughts on it as I play more of it, but I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, uh, it's good. I, um, like I said, it starts out slow, but I think if you, like, dig the atmosphere of, like, the initial setting, and then once you get into the castle, it's all just, uh, you know, just good old, more Resident Evil stuff. Very much Resident Evil. Did you, so. did you, uh, you, li- you, you listen to my whole spiel about it? List. Yeah, did, for the most part. So, like, did you kind of? I mean, I, I mean, you played a good amount of, to get the feel for it. Like, it, did you feel like it's kind of like it's good, but it doesn't feel that much different than seven? Like, it's almost just seven, but a little bit better. Like, did you get that? Like, did you feel like it was? Yeah, much different? like I, I don't, I don't feel like there's much different in terms of like the combat, like from like the like the the shooting still feels like lofty mm-hmm. in that like weird way yeah. that it does. Yeah. Um, but it's weird how like at the beginning of the game, it's like they they make that little line about like you know the combat training the, the <laughs> like it's gonna training. be i felt like it played exactly like, the same i didn't feel any different it, it, do, it, it does play exactly the same yeah. like, understand, the you now understand the argument that i was trying to make a couple weeks ago when me you and andrew were talking about it before the podcast yeah and then like i it's, don't know yeah like, it, i just for from everything that i've seen obviously i haven't played it myself yet but from everything i've seen and read and heard the game is way more action oriented and they like go out of their way to like explain that away by telling them he's got military training and then he still is just like a big clunky like like he can barely he handle is, a gun it is yeah no you're right it's still it feels exactly the same at least for me like i you know and i don't know i don't know how anyone could differentiate between the two maybe if i played seven and then just jumped right into yes, eight i would feel same, yeah. slightly I don't, yeah but like i don't know that the handgun and, the, and like granted maybe when i get more weapons no. but handgun and shotgun no. feel exactly the, the same sniper rifle he's still like Try to aim it, and like the grenade launcher is, is a little clunky, and every shotgun feels not like the the best, but not the worst. It's it, it's exactly the same. So yeah. that, that that particular thing bothers me about those types of games because if you're gonna like even dip your toe into the realm of like a little bit more action, like the controls need to get tightened up. Well, to, like, I didn't mind. Like, I didn't like it. It, it, it wasn't a detriment to me. Like I played the whole. No, game. No, I don't was... think it's like unplayable, but like. So if you're I, gonna do that, like tighten it up a little bit, like it, but this, it takes away from the horror aspect because like, which they still really made a point. Right, so then, you know, like fine, but then also then don't add so much, so many action bits. Then, well, like, they, I like, thought I thought it was a, a good mix of uh, action and horror. One thing they I don't know if you guys saw it actually the, today they I, I forgot what publication posted it, but it was about um how there was initially supposed to be a ton more enemies in Resident uh, Evil yeah, and they cu- and like they cut it from when Quality Assurance was playing it and mm-hmm. like. I was actually thinking to myself, like, actually, that's true. Like, there, there's pretty much very specific sections where there's enemies, and there's not many sections where there's a lot of enemies. Like, there are some, but, like, you know, the, it, there's other rooms with, like, one or two, and then once they're dead, they're dead. And, like, there's parts where there's not an enemy for an hour of gameplay. And, it's it, like, I feel like that's very, like, deliberate. Like, they, you know, it wasn't they just threw enemies all the time at you, which would have been annoying and would have taken away definitely from... Uh, the horror aspect, and also to your point, Pat, would have been like you need to tighten up this combat. I feel like yeah. it towed the line very well between action and horror, and made it feel not great, but also still like I like did it feel totally like in control of the character in terms of combat, where like it was still like each enemy was you know sometimes a little difficult to take Composed on. Posed a threat. Yeah, you know, because I feel like if you go the other way, then you get towards Resident Evil Five and Six, which was like basically mm-hmm. a military shooter. 
you know, yeah, so, which is I personally think oh, just a fucking just a bad direction to take those games. I, anyway. I agree, you know, which is why with seven they went the other way. This way, maybe mm-hmm. they teetered a little more to the action side, but I still think it 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 straddles that that middle ground really well. Okay, so that's good. So I mean, I don't was uh were enemies like permanently dead in seven? I don't remember. Well, it just yeah, was, like, I think like, so. Like the fucking molded or whatever. Mod- the molded mud monsters, yeah, those are. There was definitely some parts in seven that they came alive again, like not like infinitely, but I think they would just be sometimes they would be walking around every once in a while. Which I think there were part, yeah, actually, yeah, I think there were like parts where like, you hit like a story beat and stuff would come back or something. Yeah. See, that's yeah. I was actually I, I said it to you, Pat, um, but I'll guess I bring it up again. Is that I really liked that Resident Evil Eight. Like, there was definitely a lot of times where like it would have made sense for the game to be like. There's enemies again. <laughs> Find them, you know. But yeah. they they don't they don't they don't take that opportunity at all, which I enjoy. Like you go you will run past the same bridge like four times throughout the game. First time you fight the enemies, there that's it. That you don't have to do it again. Right, that's good. So, but I'm excited for you yeah, to play the, more, the, Brian. The, yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely enjoying it. And I uh, the characters so far are, are great. Like the little like the you know group Alice of, like vil- is the doll. The, what? the doll is out? You're talking about the doll. The introduction to the doll was awful, and I like I've seen clips on Twitch of people doing the dollhouse portion, yeah, and I I'm dreading it. I'm fucking <laughs> dreading it. It's, I'm such a bitch. That, that whole section, not even just the section that you've seen a lot with like the 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 monster, but like even like after that, that like, that whole part is really really cool. Can't wait. So. Make sure I play it during the that's, day. That, that's <laughs> they, they, that's a part, Pat. Like I would say, that's basically no enemies. I mean, there are no mm-hmm. enemies. It's not action-oriented at all. It's atmosphere. Yeah, and it's a whole section of the game, you know? And then, like, the next part... I mean, I guess you could play them in, in different order. Next section of the game, where you, where you fight another one of the lords, which you see in that cutscene, and it's, like, a good mix of action and enemies, you know? Like, you know I'm sure somebody would disagree with me, but that's how I felt, at least. I think, the like, the for at least the intro perspective, because I only played, obviously, the beginning portion of the game, but, like, it it does that very well, too. Like, the beginning portion, first, like, 45 minutes is very just atmosphere horror. Like, there's no weapons. It's just, like, yeah. you trudging through some, like, creepy, you know, like, shantytown. With goat heads hanging from the branches. Yeah, and then, like, you know, you, you get a gun. Some shit goes down. You f- you're shooting a little bit. And then, like, it kind of goes in those, like, in that, like, section or, like, with that, like, formula where it's, like, you know, Action, horror, action, horror, action, horror. And like you said, it toes the line very well. At least, yeah. you know, in my experience with the introduction. Sure. So, like, you know, and uh, I, so far, the like the lords, I guess, or whatever you, you're calling them, like the just the, the cast of villains, um, they all look super unique. Mm-hmm. Um, like the like their, the introduction to all of them is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my short time with giant uh, lady has been uh, very fun. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, um, the, yeah. The, the 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 characters are great. They did a really good job making them all like weird and different, but like not like generic at all. Like they they all feel pretty different. Oh no, it's super unique. Yeah, but but like it all, they, 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 none of them felt cheap. Like they like yeah, like you know they could have been like oh we'll just fucking put this gremlin guy in and we'll make him gargle a little bit. Yeah, there's there's gremlin there's one of them. Guy. You know, but they actually like, made everyone seem pretty like their own characters. Like they like almost like there could have been a whole game with that as the villain if they really wanted to. You know, yeah. that's one of the, the um, one of the better <laughs> things about. I mean. Resident Evil, aside from, like, Resident Evil 5. Uh, I'd say probably more Resident Evil 6. I don't think there was anything, like, like that. But, like, Resident Evil 4, like, as you're going through Resident Evil 4, like, you fight the, the big trench coat guy that I can't remember his name. Um, then you fight, like, Salazar. And then you fight, uh, uh what is it, Krauser? Yeah. Like, the, 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 the other military guy that, like, gets a big knife arm. 
but like as you go through that game like the way like the antagonists pop up and how like they're all pretty drastically different like as you go through the game um resident evil 5 i don't remember i, I couldn't tell you a single villain that, for that game the only one i remember is wesker yeah that you fight um, in like the volcano in a in a volcano <laughs> did, did you see that article about how um one of the lords which uh, heisenberg or i won't spoil like anything about him but at some point he says uh like i'm gonna kill that bl- uh, that boulder punching asshole which is oh, no. which is a direct reference to it's, five yeah, it's like it's a, oh, yeah, it's that's like so pers- fucking funny. And then, it, and then it's like, you know, how would he know? And then it goes through a couple, like, you know, a couple, like, scenarios. And then it's like, then the first one was like, maybe Chris is just, like, goes around bragging about how he punched a boulder that one time. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah. Resident Evil is connected in a way that, like, seems like it wouldn't be. But it is. And it's, like, pretty cool, you know? Yeah. I Like, again, like I said, just to wrap up my, my thought there. Like, they, they've, for the most part, been pretty good about, like, the way they handle their antagonists. Yeah. Obviously, like, Resident Evil 5 and 6, not so much. Um, 6 was more, like, to wrap up Wesker and to kind of just get rid of him, basically. But, like, 6 was whatever. Um, but pretty much every other game. Well, they live and die, I think, on their... Like, you know, I mean, Resident Evil yeah. 2, the whole... I mean, if Mr. X was fucking lame, then no one would have cared yeah. that about that game, you know? Yeah. So, But, like, I think they, they do a very good job about, like, making you care about the antagonists pretty much as much as you care about the protagonist yeah. is pretty it, it, it pretty ate its i well feel like done. yeah no i agree if it ate its i feel like it's more of an achievement because some of those characters get introduced in the very beginning and then you don't see them again until you get to a section mm-hmm. and just like as an example the dollhouse section's like if you know what you're doing it'll take it 20 minutes if you don't maybe an hour maybe a little more if you're mm-hmm. slow so it's like you only really see that character besides that portion in the beginning like maybe the the uh, journal entries um and then after that, you don't see them at all. So, like, they do a good job of, like, making, flushing out these characters in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I mean, there's, <clears throat> you know, um, how many, like, lords they introduced in the beginning. Obviously, the, you know, Heisenberg, the uh, big lady, um, the doll, and the gremlin man. Like, you know, and the game's only, what, eight hours? It took you nine hours? Nine and, and a half, yeah. First place. You know, like, that's really not a long game, you know, compared to others, you know. That, that come out regularly, so it's uh, you know, like you said, they have to do a good job of like driving these characters and you know their motivations and fleshing them out and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Resident Evil seems to do that, or at least the past, you know, the last game did it pretty good, well too. The good majority so. of them have found a way to do that. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, <coughs> um, you've played the Outspread. I uh, beat Returnal. Yeah. Final uh, thoughts? Did a- did Act Three? Returnal's incredible i love it so much uh easily gonna be a game of the year contender for me Same. um i yeah it's house marquee man they uh they fucking besides like the technical issues like that's really my only complaint with the game yeah. is that i you know i had the game crash a few times i had some shitty things happen um like bugs here and there but like all things considered um it's uh that game is a fucking blast so excited to play it and uh i really dug what they did with like the what they did in Act Three, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Because um, like it, after you get through Act Two and like you beat all the bosses and you're kind of like, that like you take that like deep breath and like oh like all right I did it and then it's like mm. fuck I didn't. But like what they ask of you to do in Act Three, it it's really not that bad. When I looked back at it, like there was a couple times where I got a little frustrated, like having to get back to a certain area and look for like a thing. Um, but that was just m- me like not like you know trying to like rush through an area. It's like you know to to f- try to just you know 
finish the game uh, yeah. in you know in its entirety. So, um, you know, that's on me. That's not the game's fault. So, I also um, I like the way that they have it set up. So that, like, like yes, like Act Three like <clears throat> helps flesh out the story further, but like you don't like need to do Act Three like the, I, the game. I, like, th- see the thing. I think it's requ- I honestly like. I think it's required. I like the yeah. Well, on, like in hindsight, like doing it, like oh yeah, like it's very, very strange that everything on the internet says that that's the secret ending when it's Act Three of the game. Yeah, like it, it's they, not. It, it's it's it, it is phrased strangely because the stuff that they ask you to do is very, very optional. Like you like, I, and really, I think the like, fifth. If you stop after the end of Act Two and you don't do the fifth house sequence, like the fifth and sixth house sequences are super important to the story, in my opinion. I just the the way they like wrap stuff up, like at the credit credits roll, credits yes credits right? roll yeah. twice. Yeah. So like when they when credits roll like the first time like, you have at least like an idea, like a pretty solid idea about what happened, and like like I mean granted you don't know what the like why the fuck she is where she is and what's going on but like, they explain a lot of the stuff that they've been showing you throughout the entire game and they do like a decent job of it, so like. So I'll the have to send you for Act Three is weird because like they kind of like hide it as like optional stuff, but then call it Act Three. Um, I would say See, that like I, you're better I don't off. Think, doing I don't think it they necessarily. Sure. I don't think they necessarily hide it. If you just keep playing, like you will naturally come across. Well, yeah. I mean, the, what you need to, and like the character specifically makes, like. You know, there's dialogue that specifically reference like I have to do this. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the internet has created this like concept of the fact that it's like the secret ending, quote unquote. But that's not it at all. Like, that is literally the tr- that's the actual ending of the game. It's Act Three on like the trophy list. Like, it, that's does you know, she, I'm not. Does she just organically say that, or do you have to pick up an audio log that says so, something about it? Well, that's I, I mean, the, it's <clears throat> yes, you're correct. It's an audio audio log when you wake up. At the end of Act Two, but the uh, audio logs—I mean, those—that's again, that's you know, pretty imperative dialogue, like to the structure of the story. Like, I know some people might like take them or leave them, but like, you should really should be kind of dialed into those. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, if there there are for sure people that are just playing it for the play, like the gameplay and like what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I mean. I I would one thousand percent recommend like absolutely doing Act Three because like there's no reason not to, um, especially if you're enjoying your time with the game because it's just more of the game. Um, but yeah, all all I was saying was that like they do a pretty decent job like the first time credits roll like kind of like I guess a pretty good idea about what happened. I get yeah I guess I I'll try to <laughs> to agree with you on that. It's uh. You know, one of those things where it's I am looking at it a little bit differently. I think so. Well, no, um, I I I one thousand percent think that like the ending with act like the ending with the information that Act Three gives you is the way to fucking play more, that game for more, sure. More of a complete story. Yeah, for sure. I just think that they did a decent job. Like, for if somebody for some reason did not want to do that like anymore, like yeah, I, I, I have guess. like a semblance of an idea about what's happening, and I think they did a decent job. Like. Yeah, there's definitely that. there's definitely some questions that if you if that's where you yeah. decided to end, but I mean, it, just I, I ended don't act don't three. With, I ended Act Three with questions anyway, so it's like, uh, yes, of course. I mean, it definitely like, leaves like, leaves some things to the imagination. It's that's an obscure science fiction story, but and it relies on some tropes. But 
there's actually an article that I'm going to send you, Pat, because someone did like a fucking deep dive analysis of the the end of the game and like their little like idea behind mm-hmm. it and some of the things and concepts which make a lot of sense. And I thought it was an interesting read. So something that I n- probably wouldn't have thought of myself. Definitely way smarter send person. It. So send it but to me. We'll do. We'll do. So but yeah, Dan, I'm very excited for you to to give Returnal uh, the old fair shake. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, next next on my list. Gonna give the old try. To be honest, I, I've like there's been a couple times I've wanted to try it, but like I knew I didn't have a lot of time to play, and like I know like you could do the whole rest mode, but I, you know I, I I guess nah, I don't. I wouldn't fuck with that. Yeah, that scares so that's me. what I mean. So like I rest mode, I rest mode it a couple times. It was fine. So, yeah, so like I'm, I'm sure I will at some point, but like I was like, it was like you know I was like gonna go to bed soon, but I wanted to play something for a little while, and I was like, I know I'm not gonna want to stay up for four hours doing a returnal run, you know. It's it is very much a game that like is not good for just jumping in for like twenty minutes, yeah. Because like you gain like when you're playing like you gain momentum, like you have like a fucking like your loadout and you're fucking running around and like you're just the way you're playing is super fluid and like you just feel good and like if you just cut that off in the middle and they're just like. I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> it's just like it's just, go, it go, feels go weird coming. Now. Feels weird coming back to it. Like I did that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, no, I hear you. I had that exact thing happen um, when I finished uh, the. I think it was Act One. When I finished Act One, my girlfriend came over and like my intention was like, "Oh, when she gets here, I'll stop playing." And like I was just like, you know, was cruising along just in a run groove. Just, yeah. yeah, and like I beat a boss like first try. And like I looked over and she was just out cold, and I was like, "Well, whoops!" Sorry. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I just, I guess I can just keep going now." No, she, like, she's like, she's like about to fall asleep. She's like, looks at you to like, maybe he'll pay attention to me. And Brad's just like, you know, tongues out of his mouth, like sweating a little yeah, bit. Like, got that piece yeah, of breathing shit breathing heavy. Like, yo, some of those bosses are yeah, sweat city. That's funny. Good, good time. Well, I thought all the bosses were great, by the way. And I know Pat, you mentioned it last week that the you thought the fifth bo- the fifth boss was the most unique, which I will. The, I think it's the fourth boss. The fourth boss was the one the, that you said the, was the... the guy on the top of the tower. Ah, yes. I mean, I think four and five, from a visual perspective, are my favorites. Um, I think five has a lot going on, <laughs> but that's five? last boss of the game. So, oh, right, 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 right. Abyssal, abys- abysmal scar, or whatever like abyssal, that, uh, abyssal, scar. abyssal scar. Yeah, I so. forget. There's not. There's technically only five bosses in the game. I forget it's a thing. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, which was which was a. Yeah, sorry, so we don't have to get too far into it, but <laughs> yeah, um, yes, yeah, so that's it. Kind of closing thoughts on Returnal. It's um, it's great, cool. So okay, yeah, and I also I played more Dead Cells. I finally got to like the DLC area, the new okay. DLC area. I don't know, this will play it. Um, new DLC stuff's cool. I haven't done the new boss yet. I just did two of the new areas, and they're like super unique. They introduced a couple new mechanics from like a traversal perspective, and um. I was actually annoyed though because the to get to the new boss, you need to do something specific that unlocks that the if you beat Dead Cells like complete a run oh. once, which like and I don't know if either you have like you could like throw like that little like you know like you know when like you you first spawn in Dead Cells and you're like that like green sack of like bones <laughs> and like yeah like pus yeah like that like you could throw bones that thing <laughs> if you beat a run of Dead Cells. You could literally, if you press like the two, um, like thumbsticks, you literally like shoot that thing out of your head, and you could like take over enemies, and like it's like a way to like unlock doors and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, and like it's a mechanic that they added like later on. Um, but to get into like the second, um, 
part of the the new DLC, you need to like do that to an enemy. And I cleared the map and then got to the door and it's like you can't pass. And I was like, all right, oh, that guess sucks. I'll guess I'll Google it. And then like I read that and I was like, motherfucker. So now, I, so then I just ended up finishing the run and then I have to go back to it. But from what I played, it's cool. It's more Dead Cells, which is sick. So right. I hope they just support that game forever. <laughs> I mean, it, which, people love well, it, so I would be surprised if they didn't do something with it. Yeah. Cool. So. Uh, that's it. That's it for me. So. Right. Um, you want to go, Pat? You want me to go? You can go. I uh, I said I started Subnautica last week. I think it was like I played for like forty five minutes. I beat it. It did take me really as long as I thought it was going to take me. Yeah, when you um, said you beat it the other day, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I I did play a lot of it. I mean, I I think oh, my okay. Steam thing is like twenty three hours. I think total. Oh. So I uh, guess I pl- I didn't realize I played as much as I did, but I guess I did. Um. It was great. I really, really enjoyed it, like, way more than I thought I was going to. Like, the first one always intrigued me, but I always thought, like, you know, I, know, I think you said it once, Pat, that you didn't think I would like a game like that because there's, like, no, there's no story, and it's kind of mo- no objective, weird. Yeah, And I know there, I, from what I've looked up, there is a story in one, but it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like, say, 20% story, 80% exploration, and, like, survival. Yeah. This one, when I looked it up, like I was saying last time, was, like, I didn't, one, I didn't know if this DLC... I didn't know if it was a sequel. I didn't know expansion, you know, whatever. So I found out it was it was a sequel. It was a standalone game. It, you, you had to, like that's why it was also thirty dollars, and it was more story, less exploration. So I was like, okay, good. This is right up my alley. So, um, and like the story, the, the story's substantial. Like it was like surprising how substantial it was. Like, um, you really could just ignore the survival stuff and like do the story, and like yeah, it would inhibit you a little bit because like. It's just easier to have better stuff, but like you know, I call myself like like having a lot of like towards the end, like a couple upgrades I just never found that like I didn't would have not needed. You know, like I played on the mode where you don't have your hunger or your thirst meter, which like I just kind of felt like you didn't really need that. Like one, I wasn't playing for the survival aspect anyway, and all that yeah. meant was that I just needed stuff in my inventory to click on to get rid of the, to make that meter go back up. So I was like, I don't. Yeah. I feel like that added nothing to the game. Um, you know, so the, the game does a really good job of making you, like, organically find stuff, but helping you, to, like, helping you to get there, but when you find it, you're like, man, I'm a fucking, like, ocean explorer, man, how did I ever find this? <laughs> you know, like, like, so, like, the way you unlock, like, tech, um... Is like or like the things in the game, like you know, like you like yeah. unlock like a, a, a sea motorcycle and then you uh, a sea truck and then you unlock this like big mix suit. Is like you find sea truck. It's literally called a sea truck. Yeah, you you hell uh, yeah. It, it's uh it's like a little like sea spaceship like you know. So it's like you find like pieces just in the water, just like on the ground in the water, mm. and like you go and scan it, and then you get like one part of like that thing, and then you find it again and again, and then you create a blueprint, and then you can actually make it from raw materials, which is just harvested throughout the the game world. Pretty sure that's how the first game. Works. I would imagine, yeah. And it's just like the first time I found like the the, the part for like this that little sea motorcycle, like I was like, oh fuck, yeah. how, like I, I found this shit, like you know what? And then I found like a couple. Mo- I find right. I found a couple more. I'm like, dang. And then, but then after I played more, I was like, oh, these are fucking all over the place this is why like you yeah, know just giving them to you but you don't yeah. realize that in the first so you find you feel mm-hmm. really cool when you finally find it and the game kind of goes that way i mean there are stuff that's hard to find like like there's a couple upgrades i had to look up because i was like i fucking don't even know where to start with this yeah um you know because there's so you start when you start it's like just like a like a underwater wonderland which is bright fish and nothing hurts you and it's super cool and like that's where you like build your base and you start and then the further out you get and the deeper you get 
that's when all the scary stuff starts happening, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and then it's, there's different biomes. So, like, where you start, it's just very, like, normal blue water, like, whatever. And then, like, there's a spot that has, like, these, like, purple hydro, uh, like, purple, like, vents that come out of the ground that are spewing, like, purple acid. And, like, then there's, like, a spot that, like, is, like, a, 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 like a kelp forest that's very green and looks like, a, like, like you know, looks like grass is almost growing and stuff like that. Then there's, like, an Arctic section. And, like, they're all very unique, um, but they feel like once you go from one to the other, it feels very natural. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm, now I'm in the fucking blue section. Now I'm in the red mm-hmm. section, you know? And if it, like, it was really cool. So, like, you kind of knew, like, if, like, you knew something was somewhere, say you find, like, a note that goes, like, oh, I lost my really expensive spear gun in the fucking this section. Like, you, you would know how to get there. So yeah, yeah. I really like that about it. The upgrades are cool. You could, like, take your your sea truck and, like, you could start out and it's just, like, one little cab and you sit in it. Then you could, like, keep extending it and keep putting, like, different modules yeah. on it. So I had, I, had a, I had a motherfucking bed in that shit. I had, I had uh, like, I carried around, like, my mech suit on it. I had storage. I had, like, a, like a, a, a record player. Like, it was my own little sea palace. It was, like, all, like, that. Wow. I was able to move. It was... It was sea awesome. Palace on wheels. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I like really don't like like survival games and stuff. Like for the most part, like Valheim was an exception for me. If you this like Valheim, sounding, you will like this. This, this would. This is sounding like it probably be an, exp- yes. ex- an exception for me. But I really want to play Astroneer. Like really. Oh uh, yeah, I, that's always was was kind of. Uh, I think it's on. It's on Game Pass. I feel I like it's, I've seen it a few places that are like easy to play. Um, but uh, but yeah, and like. You know, and like the the one of the cool things is that it's very it's creepy in a way that like kind of sneaks up on you. So it's like when you first start, there's like nothing bad that could hurt you, and then the further you get out, like there'll be like things that could hurt you at the very beginning. You seem like like you'll hear like a loud roar, and you'll be like, "Oh, what the fuck is that?" You know, mm-hmm. and then like you'll kind of realize like then you'll look and see like something like really creepy off in the distance. You're like, "Oh, God, I'm not gonna fuck with that." But then like. 15 hours in, you're like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, I've seen, like, a Shush. million of you. But then, like, there's always something bigger somewhere lurking that you always know it's there, but yeah. it's, like, kind of scary. And, like, towards the end of the game, you start, like, experience, like start seeing, like, the Leviathan-type enemies. Um, and there's one that, like, fu- like kind of, like, tries to eat you, like, underneath the snow when you're on, like, the snow area. And, like, that was terrifying. And then at the very end, like, there's, like, these, like, big ones that are, like, that they're called Shadow Leviathans. And then, like, sneak up on you out of the shadow, like, like out of, like, the darkness of, like, this, like, very deep cave you're in. And, like, the first time one, like, fuck with me, I looks like I, like, peed myself. Like, it was, I was, it was like, terrifying. <laughs> and, like, it does a really good job at, like, kind of just, like, always keeping you kind of on, on the edge of your seat. And, like, the sound design's also really good. So, like, the deeper you go, the more, like, isolating isolated and like just like kind of like you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen you know and there's not much that's gonna happen but it just kind of feels like something's gonna happen um you know and the upgrade pat like the upgrade stuff like you know like you start off like you got a knife and you got like you know your like little fins you know and that's basically it and then towards the end like i had like that mac like the sea truck that had like weapons on it and like um, i had tons of tools and stuff like i had tons of storage like you're like you go from like like a little sea baby to like a sea daddy, you know? Sea baby to sea daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the sea daddy. Who doesn't love a good sea baby? Um, so, what is the... So, if you died, like, say if one of those fucking giant leviathan things killed you, yeah. and you're, like, in the end game, like, what is that? You just spawn back at your you'll, base you'll and go s- get your shit? You'll, like, you'll spawn... I think... Uh, I don't... It, like, I, I, I didn't die too much, surprisingly. You die... I, I you, It puts you back out there at your base or back in your sea truck... Um, but you lose a portion of your inventory. So if you were, like, farming for, like, a really rare material to build something and you died, like, you could lose that. And you have to go f- farm it all over again. So the, the the map isn't precisely generated 
the resources are, but, like, the actual things on the map aren't. So, like, I, I could tell you where to go to find the sea truck parts to build it. But I couldn't tell you where to go to get, like, diamonds. So, I, I thought the whole thing was purely degenerated, which I was glad it wasn't, because, like, it's actually helpful if you, like, need to look something up. Because, truthfully, I think anyone who plays this game is going to have to look something up. Um, so, like... Not unless you... Not if you put fucking, like... A million hours. hours into it. Exactly. You know, so it's like, it's 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 not that, it's pretty forgiving. And where, it's, it's where not, did you play this? You played this on computer Steam, or you played on? I played on Steam, yeah. Steam? Yeah. And like, and like I said, the, and the story's engaging. Like, you start off with just straight up, like, where's my sister? Like, she's one on this yeah. planet and now she's gone. And then there's different storylines you fo- follow through, which I'm not going to spoil one. And the other one is, like, about your sister. And then, like, they kind of branch off and then you find different areas and you find, like, other people. It's 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 really well done. It's just surprisingly, the story is surprisingly good for what it is. The, there's not as much survival. Like, it's like a Valheim survival. Like, it, Valheim wasn't that, mm-hmm. wasn't that, uh, um... The survival, the survival mechanics are there to help you with the next thing you in in Basically. in a, not 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 as like section as as Valheim, but in a way, I guess yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like survival light. It's really not that bad. Um, especially if you turn off the hunger and the food, which I would recommend doing. I mean, it kind of makes some like blueprints obsolete, but like, who really cares? Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, it wasn't that long of a game. Like I said, about twenty three hours, and I did all the story stuff I could do. I did most of the blueprints. I did most of the upgrades for all of my ships and stuff. The base building stuff is not as good as Valheim, but it's really cool. It's just very pointless. Like, it's, it's like, there's not much cosmetic stuff, like, outside, like, you could, like, find, like, a coffee maker, and the coffee maker does absolutely nothing, but you can just have a coffee maker inside your little base, and, like, yeah. you know, that's it. Um, and, like, so, like, the materials that you need to, like, build this stuff is, like, is very readily available, but it's just, like, how many times can you just chop wood, you know, but in, in, mm-hmm. in, uh, Subnautica, it's, you know, a mine titanium, and uh, so that gets a little, like, redundant unless, like, you really enjoy that. But it is kind of cool building, like, your big sea base and then just being, like, I got a big I got a big sea base now. Yeah, you know, even though, like, there's very few rooms that are actually, like, you know, you build, like, you could build, like, a fabricator. Like, you start off and your 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 home is, like, a little drop pod, which is literally, like, like pod, yeah. yeah, literally a little tiny bubble. And then, like, so, like, when I first built, like, a new fabricator and a bunch of storage, that was great because, like, I it was useful. And then, like, yeah, this... Places for things. Yeah, and there's a couple more buildings that are helpful. The rest of that is just space for space, space sake. And like I said, like if you ever, if you ever do play, go on the subreddit. There's like people who build like these like ridiculous towers of bases, and it it looks so cool. Like what people could do with the bases, but yeah, I mean, because it's also got like a like a like a kind of like a sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time thing going on yeah. for it too. So like seeing a cool like big underwater sci-fi tower thing, right? Is probably pretty sick. with some like crazy fish swimming around it. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great game. I I would recommend it to anyone, um, whoever looked looked into these type of games. Like I said, if you're like a hardcore survival person, maybe look somewhere else. Um, but if you're someone who doesn't like love survival stuff, but like kind of think it's interesting, definitely there for you. Um, yeah, uh, it was really good. I think you guys would li- would like it if you ever checked it out. Astroneer is on Game Pass for PC and console. So. <clears throat> Maybe that's something I'll check out soon. Yeah, this uh, subnautical from like the uh, like perspective of like the concept and like how it's like the un- an underwater survival game, and like visually, I always thought it was like really cool looking. Mm-hmm. So like hearing you like when you said you were playing, I was fucking floored. I was like, what the? F- is, are you okay? <laughs> like drunk. Same. So, um, but like this version of it where it's like an isolated like you could play it as like it's like Old a thing. story. Yeah. Start to finish, you could tweak like the survival aspects of it, 
um, it sounds way more appealing. Yeah. Definitely sounds like something that should be on my radar well, and that I should check out. That, so. That's Wait, thinking, that's why I'm I played it. Probably, so. Yeah, I'm thinking they probably put this out for people like us who aren't, like, way into survival, but, like, they, I think they probably put it out as, like, a taste. Like, hey, this is, like, the survival. This is, like, you could do cool shit like this in the other one in, like, Subnautica. And, like, try probably trying to entice people like ourselves to go play that. Probably. Because, it, it, yeah, because Subnautica was, <laughs> o- like, a little overwhelming to me, which is why I never probably actually played it. This one was like, oh, this is com- a little more compact and, like, easier to digest. So, like, let me try this well, one. Well, it's also, it's also just cool to hear that, like, the, like, yes, like, if you die, it's not, like, this harsh. Mm, it's not. Like, it, you know, it's not as harsh. And there's also, like, a beginning and an end to this yes, one. Yes, the which fin- is, like, like very, credits. Like, the game yes, ends. Yes, that. Yeah. And that is very appealing to me because, like, in other survival games, like, to see credits, it would be, like, you'd have to fucking do some, like, insane shit. Or you just, never like, get credits not. or something. Or, yeah, exactly. Or it just never ends and you just, like, you just get fucking tired of it at yeah. some point. So um, One last thing, too, just what you were saying, brother, the, the, the underwater aspect. Like, I've never played a game as, like, that does that as so well. Like, the first time you go under the water, because, like, the, uh, like, above water is, like, snow and ice and there's not much to it. And, like... You just like I'm just used to games not having a ton, a whole world underneath the water. So like you go in the water and then you just kind of not expecting it, and then you just go under and you're like, oh, look <laughs> well, at all that's this. Where the game, this is like any other survival game you've ever played is all online. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. So that's like, why it, it's it's a it's a it's a crazy contrast. Like if you ever do play it, even the first like 20 minutes, and then you get you just like the fish and the then the plants and everything. You're like, oh, you know. And then like the deeper you go, you're like, is the, how is this? How is all this in here, you know? <laughs> and that kind of, you never kind of stop feeling that throughout the entire game, which is pretty unique. So, no, nah, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so played that, beat that. Great. Um, I'm, I just started tonight. I got to look up the names. I forget. Uh, <laughs> it's called Seed Survival Gloria Victus. Um, whoa, whoa. So, so it's on Steam. Um, it's a very, like, PCS game, for sure. I came across this, um, I follow a lot of, like, RTS, kind of, like, survival game type of YouTubers, like, Raptors 1, um, a, a, Apollo, a Pixelated Apollo is another, and they play a lot of, like, they play a lot of Bannerlord, which is where I found them originally, um, and those type of games, and, like, mods, and then one of them played this back when it was early access, and other looked cool. It's like, a, um, and then they just hit one point, and then I, I wishlisted it and totally forgot about it, and then it... Uh, hit 1.0, I guess, the other day, and it came up as it was on sale, and it was also in like the new and trending on Steam, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, this game, okay. So I was like, and it was on sale, so I was like, all right, let me check it out, I guess, I guess you know. And it's a it's a medieval survival kind of like RTS strategy resource management management type game, but it's like super gritty, like you know, like where like everything is bad, and like uh, like a like a good a good like day in that game is like you're not thirsty and you're not dead you, you know what i mean like there's no like you beat all the bad guys and you're good now it's like nope we have enough wood for a fire tonight hell yeah we're doing all right you know so and like i like i said i play for like about an hour or so and it's like like the first thing you do is you literally like talk to a guy whose family just got brutally murdered and he's holding his child's doll and you feed him like some moldy bread and then he goes to sleep like that is literally the first thing you do in that game, and so it's like the the idea of the game is you your your civilians you're like uh, you're like the civilians that are left over after a big siege on your city, and you're you're secluded inside like the castle walls. The whole city is all ransacked and destroyed. Like the the enemies have been like killing people and like hanging them in the streets and like you know and 
there's like the last bit of soldiers are alive and then there's a bunch of civilians and they're just trying to hold out for help and like your job as as like the, the civilians are like to try to like bolster the the defenses and help out the soldiers so like you could stay alive so like so you'll have like a a soldier who will go out at night and collect resources and you'll have one that stay back at the camp and like build something or go to sleep because he's tired or something um and then you'll go out and you'll uh, like, look for resources to build, like, a, you know, I don't know, like, a storeroom or, like, a kitchen, and then you'll say the soldiers are hungry, so you'll you'll make meals to give to the soldiers to help them fight that night, because if the soldiers attack and the soldiers are hungry, your soldiers, you're going to lose more people because the soldiers are hungry. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, we need arrows, and then you go out and get arrows, but, like, you find arrows, but you go, like, oh, I can only get these arrows if I, like, murder this small child who happens to be or something you know what i mean you have to think like do i get less arrows and then other people will die or do i murder this child and then also get more arrows for the soldiers you know so it's like that's like that's like the give or take and i'm not even exaggerating on like the like the like the horrible dilemmas that they put you through like they're pretty bad like and i've already played for like an hour and a half um you know and so like that's like that's like pretty cool it's like there's a lot of like it's so you have like a day and night cycle so you can only do certain things during the day certain things during the night but you control multiple civilians to do these different things um and then you slowly like unlock different parts of the city to find different resources to give you know to uh to do you know whatever with um and it's pretty unique and it's it's very much like um uh uh batter saga where like you'll just be like going through um the the town and then like i had one thing come up and it comes with the very beginning of the game and you go to the guy who makes bows um, and bow like bow and arrows, and you have to get arrows for like your um, your troops. <clears throat> so you get uh, you get a bunch of bows, and you go outside, and and then the, that guy is like hung at a tree outside of a shop, and his mother's there, and she's trying to bury him with like a like a rusted axe that she found. So you could either help her do that, but the axe breaks, and you can't take it back with you, or you could just not help her and leave her son in her arms and take the axe that you need back to your camp. Like, you know, that's, like, the first thing. And you could choose which Jesus one you do. Jesus Christ. And, like, those are the, your, your different options. And, like, you know, there's benefits and there's downfalls to each. Um, you know, and that's, like, literally, the, like, one of the first things that happened. So, like, I can't imagine 10 hours down the line, like, what the what the fuck's going to go on. Yeah, so. you're only going to go up. It's only going to go up from here, pal. Yeah, I guess. The reviews on this game on Steam are very positive. <laughs> well, I mean, the, ga- so, the yeah, game yeah, is People yeah. seem to like doing what they're doing. Sure. The internet just loves being sad. <laughs> um, apparently it's not that it's not that uh, long, so I guess we'll see. How, you know, I don't. You know, it's it's cool so far, but it also is super depressing. So, have you ever? I don't know how I've ever like mentioned this to you, but have you ever fucked around with They Are Billions? Yes. When it came, when oh, it, you have. Yeah, when it came, when it hit, hit uh, okay. 1.0, I played. I don't have much much time. Let's see how much I have time in. I have 77 minutes played. <laughs> so I did. Uh-huh. I did one part, and then it got very difficult, and then the little zombies kept. Go like it, yeah, it was it's like it's like a very intense like RTS. Yeah, it was. A, I forgot like what it was. I think like I I couldn't like there was a weird mechanic where like I, I wasn't able the power like, grids. I forget like either that or like the or like how, I wasn't able to build enough of something and I couldn't figure out how to like circumvent that problem and like mm-hmm. I couldn't build enough defenses and like it, it, I was just dying and like I've got zombies were getting through and I just kind of cut off my run early because I was like I don't know what to do. And then it was like one of those things where I was like, I'm going to go back and like figure this out, and I never did. But I always said I'm going to yeah, because from, I love games from, like this. From things I've seen, it seems like things can snowball very fast. Mm-hmm. 
and like if one zombie gets into a structure yes. then like kills one guy yeah and then fucking like it just gets worse and worse the, like so, the horde like, mechanic was i thought was really cool because yeah. like there'll be stragglers around the map and then like w- one night like a ton will come and like it's like a ton yeah. of zombies and mm-hmm. if you're not prepared like you're fucked and like so like it's like that risk or reward of like well we don't have to stay on this because a lot because i'm not no one's playing this mm-hmm. but that risk reward of like expanding your base for more room but then also that's more or defenses you gotta a, do a bunch of defenses yeah, yeah. but it's it, it was it was a cool game so uh yeah that's so that's it for me pat what are you playing uh near replicant is the only thing i've been playing i have just breached the 40 hour mark it's just um, <laughs> it's a good way to put that i am on my way into ending c currently which took me about like three hours to get to so uh, a good bulk of my time in that game has either been side quests or like farming upgrade materials. But like the story itself is super fucking super quick if you know what you're doing. It also helps that like you can skip a fair amount of the cutscenes because some of it is pretty much it's exactly. The same. I was gonna say it's exactly the same. Like you wouldn't want to watch. Like you, I mean, you could there, watch them if you wanted to, but there's no point to. Yeah, there's there are things that you'll know are different, like um, characters that like aren't like don't talk at all in the first playthrough. Like are like now have dialogue and stuff, um, which like helps flesh everything out after like the realization that you come to at the end of the original, like the, the ending A. Um, so like when you go through ending uh, through the next playthrough, like characters are talking that weren't in the base in like your original playthrough so like that stuff you'll immediately recognize like alright this is stuff I need to listen to um but like a lot of the interactions between like the main characters are exactly the same um there'll be new cutscenes that weren't in the in the original playthrough that you'll see too so like you'll immediately recognize those when they they pop up Mm -hmm. um there's also the game is separated into two distinct acts so it was like Act One and then Act Two, and every time you like reload your save, so you you beat the game, um, and then like after you watch the credits or whatever, it gives you like a save screen, like hey, do you want to save the game? Do yes, you overwrite your save, and then it adds like a stamp to it, like with like the first time you beat it is a big A stamp, second time you beat it is a big B stamp. Um, so when you do that, you go, it kicks you back to the main menu eventually. Like you just have to whatever. And then you continue game from that save again, and it starts you at the start of Act 2. So you're not playing all the way from the very beginning of the game again. You start the game. You pick the game back up halfway through it already, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then you play from there to the end. That's not bad. And that shit is like, yeah, that shit is like, especially if you know what you're doing, very fast. Yeah. Like, you immediately have your objective, and you can just go do it, and like it's it does not take long at all. Um, Sounds more reasonable now that you've kind of explained it that way. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Again, like all, like I want to say, fifty percent of my time is side quests and like farming for materials. That's it. <clears throat> like I like literally like there were two days where I spent like multiple hours like farming for a specific thing to upgrade my weapons. It's a lot, it's like, a lot of farming. Like, yeah, because they're like like ra- like they're random drops, and they're very rare. Like the material, like a couple of the materials you need, so you have to like go into an area. You have to like basically reload an area over and over and over again. 
to potentially get the thing. And, like, some of them you need, like, I needed, like, 15 of one. So, like, yeah. I just had to do that for, like, a couple of fucking hours to, like, get my shit to where I needed it to be. Um, but, yeah, like, once you have, like, decently upgraded weapons, like, you don't even need to go as hard as I did. Like, I maxed the, the three weapon types out or the three weapons that I was using in each category out. So, like, that took way longer. But if you even have, like, a moderately upgraded weapon, like, you can fucking cut through enemies, like, a couple hits. And, like, so combat isn't even really, like, adding much to your time. <clears throat> um, that being said, and I'm pretty sure I said this about Nier Automata, but, like, the storytelling in these games is, like, fucking second and none, dude. It's, like, it's it's crazy. Like, like the way that they, like, tell just like a harrowing story and like the way they fucking pull it off and like yeah it's kind of just like a wacky like anime Japanese game but like it's just they tell such a fucking ridiculous story about like about like humanity and like people like and like loss and like all this crazy shit and uh it's just really fucking good and I'm 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 like I'm happy that I waited because I don't think it would impact me as much as if, if I played the original game. Because, like, I don't know. I don't I think I went over this last week. But the version of the game we got in the in North America. Yeah, you said this last week, yeah. Was, uh, it was just called Nier. And, like, you play as, like, a like an old man. And, like, <laughs> the whole, like, whole game is, like, going after, like, trying to, like, you know, save your daughter and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then... In the Japanese version of the game, it's called Near Replicant, which one has more of an impact, like just the name on the story, just the name of the game has more of an impact on the story and like what it's about already. Plus, the character you're playing as is like a young boy. Well, not like a young boy; he's like 16 or something. Um, a young boy, ripe uh, age of 16. <laughs> you're playing as like a teenager who's trying to help his sister. Like save his sister, so like that already like just kind of feels a little bit better. The 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 way that the time progresses in the game just like feels better um, because there's an actual sense of like aging there, yeah. and like it just that that kind of stuff just like is just pulled off better with this version of the character sure. rather than the old man who stays the same the whole time. Um, but yeah, the game's great. I'm 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 thoroughly enjoying it. Sweet. And if anybody goes, if anybody has any desire to play either this game or Near Automata, I cannot stress to you enough that like you have to play through the endings. Like you cannot stop on the first one because you're just gonna be like, I okay, eh. and like you're not gonna have like, I guess okay, all right, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> like the game, the game is meant to be fleshed out over a period of. However, and, and as someone who played near, is it Automata or or Automata? Automata, near Automata once, and didn't play it any more than once. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, and I played it for like Correct. thirty something hours. So you need to play all of them. Correct. But I can also for understand sure. why you wouldn't want to, because I didn't want to. Well, that's the thing too, is that like you didn't want to, but that second playthrough would have taken you half the time. Sure, but that's still probably just 15 more hours that I didn't really want to Pro- play. Probably even less than half the time, because you know exactly where you need to be. 
what you're doing. You can probably skip a fair yeah. amount of the cutscenes. Like uh, I, you would have saved a lot. I of went into it. I went into it with the wrong mindset because like I knew I knew it was like it, like what it was, but like I honestly like I, I feel like at the time I was like, well, I, I probably would be alright with just one play. Well, yeah, because I you I'm, I'm assuming you probably went into the, with the mindset that like. There's just alternate endings. Yes. Not that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, not that you need, you need to go to. through them all. And then, like, then it was like I played it in the slow realization that, like, you need to do more. And I'm sure I was playing other stuff was out, and I wanted to play that. I was like, I don't want to play this that I did. Like, I, that I liked, but I didn't love. I was like, I don't want to do this thing that I thought was pretty okay, like, three more times. I want to go play whatever this, this game is, you know. But I think if I wanted to do it with a different mindset, I think I may probably would have played through. Like, right now, like, you're really very much convincing me to try replicate now i would le- i legitimately feel like the you would probably fall in love with the with the story like i really do oh. like i like fall in love i've already loved me. one thing in my life and that's that's brian hi so hey. that's that's a tough yeah, one that cute that cute little bitch up there um i i legitimately think you would really 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 like the story like i i, I all right when you don't let me borrow it <laughs> In my defense, I'm giving Pat 13 Sentinels that he'll get to in, like, 2027, but, you know. I mean, I have nothing to play after I beat Resident Evil 8. And Mass Effect? And then probably, like, Uh, Ratchet & Clank will be out by then, and... Yo, Ratchet & Clank soon. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I I actually I still have Persona Five Strikers that I like, you need to play I that one. I I didn't even finish the first yeah. jail. That doesn't take that long. Like I said, that was a, I mean, okay, it's not short, but it's like not as long as you like. The, yeah, no, I like I I had it in, and then I forget what else was out that I was. Yeah, playing. I remember you started it, but then you went to something else. I I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. Yeah, either, but it's good. Um, yeah, Persona Strikers. Yeah, I do want it, so I'll probably finish Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, you. I, I like Persona Strikers enough, and you probably will love it because you actually like those type yeah. of games. So I will, I will for sure play that, and yeah. Hard on. Um. Yeah. All right. Any other? Uh... Mass Effect is going to be like a fucking like down the road thing for me, probably. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah, that, I'm kind of feeling the same way. Like in my head, I'm like, I really like because that's like everyone's talking about it, and I really like want to play it. But like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's going to be like my. Like, hey, I got some time to kill this afternoon today, yeah, you, so I'll just play you, a bunch of I don't of know, man. I feel like once I start those, that's it. Like, yeah, I'm just going to And then uh, my it. other brain says that. Yeah, then I'm just going to be like, I have to well, play all three right now. That's the thing is that I would do the same thing. As I know for a fact, if I started it, I would play them all. But, like, we don't need to. Like, we've no, all we played to. these games. I, no. I mean, I know it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I know it's been a long time, but there are new things out. I know. That deserve your time. I know. Pat. I mean, okay. Well, in that in there in that defense, Pat, near replica guys, came out guys, like a million years ago. Yeah, and this is a remake. <laughs> this is a remake that Shut got up, like, Pat. rebuilt from the ground up. Re- Wait, added, really? Added a, oh, it's that. Yeah, oh, okay. and they they added a complete like ending E is a completely new playthrough like that didn't exist in the first game. That's crazy and also in very cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty crazy actually. Yeah. So, well, it's probably because if 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 Automata didn't do that well, you know, there's no way that was getting that treatment. So. Probably not. Yeah, I remember Automata. I don't remember what games came out around Automata, but I remember like, I remember Matt Finelli, friend of the show, like texted me, and like there was like a ton of games that were like straight like nines and tens, like play, play this, you have to play this, and this came out, and I was like, it was like thinking that like I was interested in, but like I just was hoping it was bad, just so I could say to myself I don't have to play mm-hmm. this. And I remember him texting me like, yo, why the fuck does every game have to come out right now and be a ten? And then I was like, no way, this isn't. And then I looked, I was like, oh yeah, that's a ten. Okay, I guess I gotta play this yeah. now too. 
So yeah. that's another reason why maybe I bought into a weird mindset because I was squished between so many other games that I wanted to play. So that would just kind of yeah, because you were just like, I want to go, I want to move yeah. right on into this. I, I gotta look. I, I gotta look at the release year, like the release. Error, I think I, I remember that. that year being it was pretty busy. A lot of games, like no, but I'm not even talking about like that year. I mean, like, literally like that, like month or two. Yeah, span yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Was because like, it was like early 2018, 18, 18, 20. So it was Nero, like the first like couple of months. Talking about Nero I think. Yeah, it's February 23rd, 2017. Does it say what else came out like around there? Um, no. So it was the first the first quarter of 2017. So. Usually, like, March and February can be pretty busy, depending. I just remember there was a ton of stuff, and there was, like, a ton of, like, yeah. you need to, you know, you need to play this. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was, yeah, 2017 was huge. It had a ton of shit. Mm -hmm. So just looking, it was De uh, Destiny 2 originally released in 2017, Breath of the Wild, Tomorrow Odyssey, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Horizon mm -hmm. Zero Dawn, Cuphead, Assassin's Creed Origins, <laughs> Near Automata, yeah. Prey. Yeah, there was so many fucking games oh, so, in 2017. Uh, so to even go further into that, so this is this is like the beginning of that year, and then um, Automatic came out. So I'm just going to go off things that I, I also thought was cool. So Gravity Rush 2 was a game I wanted to play. Resident Evil 7. Uh, Hitman finally came out. Like, all of them came out. Uh, Neo, For Honor, Halo Wars 2, uh, Horizon, Zero Dawn. Um, the Switch came out. Breath of the Wild came out. A fucking whole Then Nier Automata fucking took a little dump. It was like, I'm going to come out too after all these fucking games. And then Wildlands was like right after that. And then Adromeda was two weeks after that. And I'm sure I'm missing some things. These are the things that are just highlighted. So, yeah, there you go. So that makes sense now that why there was so much going on. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. A lot of games. So many games. A lot of games. All right. Let's uh, mosey on to some news. Crank it out, done. All right. I wasn't done. Oh, are you actually not done? I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm not playing anything else. No. Cool. Good update. Uh, all right, so a couple quick things, then my other things might lead into a bigger discussion. Um, So I thought this was fairly interesting. So apparently Netflix really wants to start making video games, which is I don't think is news, but um, they are considering like a model of like a bundle of games similar to Apple Arcade. So like you pay a monthly fee and you get access to a bunch of different games. So like I mean, that makes sense for the platform that they are. It it does, but like didn't isn't that kind of like what Stadia did in a way? Like what what would be the difference here, you know? Uh the difference here would be that Netflix has a base to operate off of and Stadia is going in like completely fucking blind on like how things like this work. Well, Google yeah. as a platform exists, sure, but they don't have a fucking a video game or like a streaming platform that like actually works. Yeah, okay, actually works and like has a user base. Netflix has the data there, and they know fucking how many people they have accessing their fucking service at all times, and they have a fucking uh, a, a subscription service that arguably was the first one that really worked, and like kind of set the standard for most other streaming platforms so okay. them diving into something like that with that model i would say probably makes the most sense for them okay uh, yeah okay i agree with that you know so it's like i pay them 25 bucks and then i get access to a bunch of existing games like you know whatever destiny 2 and like red 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 Dead redemption yeah. and then i also get access to whatever first party stuff or, yeah or stuff that's a timed exclusive and then it's yeah. it's but it's a it's a streaming service just like stadia is 
I don't think that they'll operate the way Stadia did. Like um, in browser type of game? Like do they go would... I don't I, I think it'll probably be like in an in app thing, sure. Okay. But I don't think it'll be like in browser. No. So because there's there's no way they're gonna ask you to have something in your house because I just I just don't think there's room for no, that. No, I doubt. No, it's hundred no, percent gonna be because like if you think about it, it's really smart for them in the sense that like if they could use the same technology that Stadia uses where it's just like in browser and it's the games being streamed and you just have to have a, con- a controller connected via Bluetooth. Because, like, every new TV already has the Netflix app built in, already installed. So you just launch launch the app. You either go to streaming or streaming games, and there you go. Yeah, I'm sure they'll probably section it off. You'll probably sign into your your account like you do normally, and they'll just have Netflix gaming as a a tab or just Netflix as a tab. Imagine if if Um, Stadia, like, just just partnered with Netflix and did that from the jump, where, like, if you launched the Netflix app, you could just go to, like, the Stadia section or the Netflix section, mm-hmm. like yo, game that pro- yo, that probably made it would have worked. <laughs> like, it would have definitely what's, worked. What's really was really fucking crazy about this is that like Stadia went in and they were like, you know, they Google went in with Stadia and they were like making all these promises, whatever, and like Netflix just like watched it happen. They're like, all right, you guys kind of fucked that up. Like, let's 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 give it a let's give it our own fair shake here, and they're probably gonna fucking knock it out of the park. I feel like this is, like, a no-brainer for them. They just have to license some shit and, like, obviously test, like, their servers for, like, workload like, for that kind of stuff. But I think they'll probably be fine. Like, Even if they, like, uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. Like, so I'm, I'm assuming they would probably go the same route where it's, like, you know, they'll have games that, like, already exist on that platform. Like, they'll have fucking, you know, Fortnite and, like, Destiny 2 and, like, all yeah. that shit. Like, they'll partner with those companies just to try to get some successful games, like, just immediately on the platform. But, like, if you, like, think if they went, like, a super unique route, and they just had, like, like first-party, like, story-driven games. Like, yeah, in, which like, I think will happen. In the sense honestly. of, like, you know, like, not movies, but, like, you know, it, I'm trying to think of games that, like, you know, obviously, like, have lim- limited gameplay but are more story-focused. Well, like, they, like, they like, like Life is Strange. Yeah, it's like a perfect example of a game like you know, yeah, like something like that. Like yeah. they just have like brought in devs that like specialize in shit like yeah. that. So it's just like this super like chill experience of just games like that that they're just like catering towards that I, audience of people. But and I truthfully like I, I truthfully feel like video game like streaming services can work, and I think they're fine, and they probably work better for a lot of people. Like people, there are people that don't have space for consoles. And shit like that. So if you can just fucking get a controller and pair it with your TV or something, uh, I feel like like, if, or if, hop into your Netflix subscription that you already yeah, have app and just play a game, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, well, that's what I mean. Like, you just if you have a fucking smart TV with Netflix on it, and you can pair a fucking controller to your TV and just go straight from there. Yeah, like I just say, it, the convenience of something like that is huge, and as the first like real big streaming service i think that netflix is probably in the best place to pull it off i agree with that for sure yeah yeah because their um, user base is fucking gigantic yeah, it's already user there, base yeah. Is there. And, uh and one last point i guess um so netflix has dabbled with like the interactive like media like uh black mm-hmm. black mirror bandersnatch was one yeah. and something yeah. called you vs wild i i never uh watched that but 
Um, also, something a breakable Kimmy Schmidt episode was also interactive. Apparently, um, yeah, I didn't I know that, I know that either. Uh, so, like, they, they've obviously dabbled in this. So, do you think? So, what? I guess one last question: Do you think it's possible that like their games aren't going to be like Destiny Two and Red Dead Redemption, but rather like this weird curated mix of like interactive games, like Brian said, like like uh, Stranger Things, where they're not going to go into like that full core gaming like like mode where like you know where that's like your, your games but like more like you know stay on the fringes of gaming and offer like different experiences Do there's a chance of that i i think that I that would probably be that... pat i didn't mean to cut you off there but like no go ahead if like fine. if that's the way if that's the route they go initially like i think that'd be very smart because it's not like they, they have to like carve out their own path and not do what mm-hmm. stadia failed to do yeah 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 and i, I truthfully like they've they've done it to like you know varying degrees of success i don't know how like i know banner snatcher's really cool i watched that um i don't know about that other one and i fucking hate unbreakable kimmy schmidt so i could give a shit less about that show but um like the banner snatch stuff was really cool and like the inter- interactivity stuff like you know being able to flesh that out in like a, a, a uh, that form of media i think was like a cool way to dabble kind of in like the video game space um, and if they continue on with that and like, that's like, that is like their first party stuff for maybe at least the beginning. I think that's probably the better route. Sure. Um, I would also probably say that they will make an attempt at licensing like Fortnite and destiny Two because both of those fucking companies are like horny for fucking getting on whatever platform they can get on. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, they they will probably go that route also. Yeah, <clears throat> and then I think that that would probably eventually lead into like potentially like bigger first party shit. Like they already have a relationship with like Konami and uh, uh, something else at a Capcom. So like they, you know, I I feel like they could potentially like do something like related to either of those studios mm-hmm. with like imagine a fucking imagine the first Castlevania game in fucking years on Netflix is on Netflix <laughs> like, yeah, that's weird like, to think about yeah kind of crazy I, but I don't even know if I want that at the same time you know like I I mean yeah maybe but you know like, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day that's probably this is still probably not marketing to gamers like us so you know no for sure but um, I mean, we'd all probably—I mean, we'd all probably fuck around with it. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, closing thought on this: uh, apparently, that Uvers Wild thing is a Bear Grylls interactive show where you choose Grylls. Bear Grylls. Grylls. Is that Grylls? I've always Grillis? said Grylls. Oh. It's Grylls. Right, come on, it's not that different. It's, I added one extra syllable. Grylls. Sorry. It's not there. The eye isn't there. Whatever. No Grylls sounds cooler than Grylls anyway. Uh, <laughs> Bear Grylls. Um, and and you like choose like how he survives, and I just. I'm just assuming that every one of the options every time is drink piss. So that kind of sounds dumb because, like, if it was like real time, if you're uh, like, if you like, if it was like streamed live and you have to like make decisions for him, that would right. be entertaining. Yeah, yeah well, like, yes. this is all like pre pre recorded. Kills a little bit of cyber. What's he do? Drink piss. Drink piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get bit uh, by that snake. Get yeah. bit by that snake. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Right. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Um. Overwatch had a live event. Uh, they uh, talked about Overwatch Two, uh, not in too in depth, but they. Oh, uh, who gives? A, no, I'm just kidding. 
I mean, I kind of, I kind of care. It looks the same. Uh, it looks the same. Uh, the big changes are Ooh. that teams would be five v five, not six for six. Yeah, the uh, one the, tank, one tank per team. One tank per team, and, the t and they've also said tanks are going to act a little differently. They want them to be more like brawlers and not necessarily like just stationary shields. Which, mm -hmm. as a, the, a guy who likes the character that is a stationary shield, <laughs> I don't really like that change. So I don't know, man. You I, I you mean, like it, it doesn't you like swimming in that hammer? You love swimming. I, in that I, I do, I do. But I also like being in the shield for the boys. So doesn't doesn't affect me because my favorite tank it just kind of has to be in everybody's shit all the that's time. true Zarya is not yeah Zarya is probably yeah. what the more the route they want to go rather than Reinhardt or Orisa or like Diva you know but yeah. um, I do the one quick note about yeah you mentioned that the team size is shrinking I saw a headline that for me was very funny but for some people it's their livelihood is pros are worrying about getting teams. cut oh yeah I saw that I was like ah, okay <laughs> go, get, go get a job <laughs> <laughs> I can be honest. Like I, I was like, all right, what? Well, so can't play a video game anymore. All bad, get, real awful. Get, get better. Don't get cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, oh, gotta find another game, buddy. Oh god. Um. Yeah. So uh, I, that's gonna be something that I'm not gonna be able to comment on until I actually try it. So, um, sounds fine, I guess. I mean, most people don't like to play tanks anyway, and that's like my preferred role. Um. If you're good at a tank, it's a fucking blast. But well, yeah, when, I, yeah, I I prefer tank as Zarya. Like I don't really have that much of a good time with anybody else. Yeah, I mean you're just I, yeah, like, Zarya is your best I character. I don't even really have yeah, I don't even really have like I have an okay time as like DPS and like uh, just uh, whatever time as support. Sure, but like Zarya is just because you kind of have like chores with Zarya. Yeah, you're you're like, a Zarya main. That's how much you like to play. You're the yeah, best. It's just, you're the... it's just fucking. Fun. Most effective as are. I get it, you know. And then when we play with Teddy, he just picks DPS every time anyway and doesn't care about <laughs> what the team needs, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, what a dick. Uh, friend of the show, or not friend of the show, who knows? <laughs> um, I showed off a couple new maps. Uh, the maps look good. I will yeah. say that the maps. Look I mean, good. do we think they weren't going to look good? Do you think they're going to show off a map where like, oh, that looks like shit? Like. No, I was just expecting well, like a lot the of like, same if shit from the. I guess. Game. I mean, every, with Overwatch. The quality's always there. They have enough money, enough manpower to make... Like, if they ever came out with something that's not good, I would be very surprised. Like, I was like, how do they drop that ball? Um, Monte Carlo and... I think they showed New York, too. Was it New York? Okay, yeah. Um, so, look cool. Sure. Uh, they're removing... They showed a couple of maps. Did they show more than two? Could have been. I think they did. I'm just going... I'm, I, I have remember. the IGN. Monte article. Carlo was, like, the big one because, like, how, like, colorful and, like, different it is. Yeah. They also showed that game mode push. Yeah, so they so yeah so into the game modes they're, they're getting rid of assault um, that uh, from competitive play, which is the uh, contested capture point rather than one team defends and one team attacks. Mm. Um, which fine, whatever I guess. Um, and then they want more push maps on different uh, push game types on different maps. I'm sorry, um, which is fine. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, pu push is, it's literally, it's, as far as I can tell, it was like a neutral objective, yeah. right? Yes. Or am I wrong on that? No. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. It's a it's a tug of war using a robot that we push in the direction of whichever team is losing. Oh, that's okay. that's fun. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's unique. Uh, and then they also want to, they're experimenting with other modes, which, are, you know, obviously, why wouldn't they be? Um. And then some of these maps are not going to tie directly into the story mode. 
So it's not like I guess I guess so not everything so there could be unique places that you're only gonna play while you're in uh, in uh, multiplayer, which whatever, not that big a deal. I did not expect anything different. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of other like little small tweaks. Um, apparently, there's a big there's a big change to the UI. I know that that healers are now gonna all they're gonna heal themselves after a certain amount of time. Uh, DP, I think tanks, they do more damage as they take they do more damage as they take more damage I think is what I saw I like I don't I'm not super sure I had it on like in the background while I was doing something so like I wasn't like I looked over occasionally yeah so I don't really remember like the nuances of what they were talking sure. about I did notice some of the cool like one of the there are a couple things that I like as against this as I am because I still think it's fucking stupid to call this two um the there are some cool UI tweaks for like I saw one for Zenyatta that shows on the bottom center of his like of his UI who has the harmony orb and who on the other team has the discord orb and with like their little image down that's there that's probably should like, have a been nice a thing since thing. day one but yeah that is a good, good. <clears throat> yeah and I heard I think the content they had like so it was GameStop that was doing the the live stream so they had on a content creator I don't remember what her name was um in the interview with him when he was going, when he was talking to like the couple of the, the game designers, um, and she actually had a really good idea with like Anna, and like it popping like whoever she sleep darts, it popping up on the bottom of the screen for your team. So that like, all right, we know he's asleep. Like let's not go hit him with something on accident. Sure. Yeah. Like because that happens. Like that's just like a thing. Sure. Like, you like sleep dart somebody, and like somebody like fucking smacks him in the face with a hammer, and it's like just completely waste yeah. of time. Yeah, no, I guess, the, yeah, just more uh, like, just general awareness um, with just UI props could always yeah. be a good thing. Um, so, one last thing, and I don't know how you didn't notice this, Pat, but your girl Zarya has two charges for her bubble now. Oh, does she? According I didn't really to this see list, Zarya yes. gameplay, so I didn't really see Yeah, I, I got I to, gotta, like, look into it more. I'm just going off the list, but, uh, I mean... They were also, like, most of the games that they're, like, the, the games that they were actually showcasing... Like while they were doing the stream, we're in like the spectator mode, mm. so like hard to follow. Yeah, I couldn't really. They were bouncing between everybody, so yeah. if they popped into Zarya, I like would probably would not have noticed. Yeah, watching stuff like that is cool, but it's also super jarring. That's why sometimes watching like Rainbow Six Siege streams is super hard because like they just jump from yeah. person to person. And it's hard to kind of follow what's going on. Oh but. yeah, that's like the hardest thing to ever keep track of. It's yeah. fucking. That's impossible. why the the co the commentators are like do a good job because like they somehow could follow along with what's happening. Or like sometimes you'll like Kotaku will post like, oh check out this sick Overwatch play from the Overwatch League uh, this weekend, and then I like, watch it. I'm like. I don't know what they're doing. What? I don't. What did they do? <laughs> you know, it, yeah. and it's like Sounds you know like the, speaking a different language too. Yeah, right. And then the commentators are like, "Oh man, you know, Phoenix, I can't did they do it. Yeah, and it's just like, "Oh, yeah. good, good, good job, all." I don't know what we did, yeah. but um, so yeah, Overwatch two can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Remember the time Andrew said Overwatch wasn't gonna be around for a long time? <laughs> yeah, I still think I still think about that sometimes. Two thousand. I still I still am not. I'm still mad at you, Pat, for not being at, on that episode because Andrew and Brian ganged up on me and you weren't there to back me up. I don't. I don't recall. Wasn't I there? What? I don't. I don't, I don't recall. What, what was I doing? You probably were doing playing. I don't know. Say you were talking with myself. You were going around and talking about how Overwatch was gonna be a bad game. <laughs> um, I was gonna actually. I mean, I was, I, as much like I, I like Overwatch a lot, and like I totally like you know I, I probably 
have said this before, and I like I can't remember if my stance on it originally was as strongly as Andrew's. No, you no, it wasn't even close. Andrew was convinced See, that this was never gonna last. The, like he was that, so adamant. I actually, re- I actually was listened to, recently listened to that episode because I, I just not you know be like oh Andrew said Dan something stupid. Dan just loves to live in his glory here on this one. But no, no, uh, that, that's actually I, I liked that episode because it was a, I feel like it was a good discussion. Like you, like you guys had valid points. I like to think I had valid points, and like you know it was it was good. And um, one of the. Uh, and like you were very much in the middle ground, like you kind of understood what I was saying. You lead a little more towards Andrew. Andrew was more on like, kind of like I don't really get Overwatch. Like I don't think it's going to be a thing. Like I don't like how this is, you know. And I was like, you know, fucking full on stroking. Like can't wait for it to come out. Um, you know, it was just a good discussion. I, you know, I. Yeah, I, I mean that's, and I'm like, as like I'm sure I will play Overwatch too. I'm sure I'll have fun with it, like as long as you guys play it. But like, it's not something that's like at my, mo- it's not chopping at the bit to play. Yeah, I, I get it. No, man. and like, and I think that's maybe because like, for all of the for all of the OG Overwatch I have played, like I've never really found like a character that like I could just stick with and like really just like master how to play, and it's like fun to me. I just bounce around too much. Yeah, I get that. That goes like, a long way with. Like sticking with that game. Yeah, it's just like finding your finding your main. You want, like, yeah, and there's a lot of a lot play. of times like I'll just like get into this groove where like I feel like it's uh like I'm not enjoying my time with it. Like there's moment some moment to moment stuff. Yeah, is enjoyable, but like overall I'm just kind of like, well, well, yeah, what am I doing here? Uh, oh, Overwatch is is hard not to enjoy if you're playing with like your buds and there's a bunch of you and you're taking it like very like lighthearted. Like it's hard not to enjoy a game like that. But when like you start to get more maybe more into the serious thing or where you're not winning as much, or you're not playing with like a bunch of your friends. Then it, it really benefits to like have a character you know you're good at it. It's fun to play, or like you're just gonna burn yourself out of a game like that, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, if there's a game that I have to pick where I have the bros are on and I want to play something, Overwatch will always probably be one of my first picks. It's very like good, like like a default game. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like like siege is for us, you know. It. Yeah, like yeah. You know. It's like, what do we want to play? And like, we none of us have any idea. Yeah. And there's like five of us on, and we're like, uh, Overwatch? yeah. You could also be mindless and have fun, and also you could like try your yeah. fucking heart out and also have fun. So, rather like Apex, if you like, don't really try, it's like not fun because you're just gonna die every single time. Good so. point. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it Overwatch does a very good job of making everybody feel like good about participating. Yeah, exactly. Like, you get points from doing everything. Yeah, you you could just like, be horrible at video games <laughs> and still feel yeah, like you're contributing to like, Overwatch. So. Which is probably which, uh, I am. which is probably why Brian, like you know, for someone like you who never really found like a character, you probably still felt like you were a part of the team. You know, with other other games, you probably would be totally lost. You know what I mean? If you didn't have like that character, you felt yeah, totally I mean, effective that's as. Obviously, why Overwatch is so successful because someone could just jump in and kind of fall, like stumble their way into you know getting a kill or healing somebody or yeah. you know fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mercy, you know, especially in the, the uh, uh, original, like, OG Mercy, before all her fixes, like, you just fucking hold down all right trigger, and you're healing somebody, you know, so it's kind of hard not to be kind of helpful in that situation. <laughs> or Lucio, where you just fucking stand near them and press yeah, just, and press a button once in a while, and then there you go. But then also, if you want to, like, r- r- wall ride the ceiling and pump it up, you can do that also. <laughs> pump it up. So. Um, all right, any, any I, last thoughts uh, on this, Pat? I'm still very much in the camp that this should not be called Overwatch 2 because everything that I watched, it literally just looks like an, just a like a polished update for. So what do you, what are we thinking over to watch? They put the two before the watch. Is that what we're thinking? No. Put I the two before two Overwatch. Been, I'm thinking. I think that this just should have been watch over two. A, 
of just a big game update. That's all it should have been. Uh, okay, if they wanted to charge like thirty bucks for it, sure. over two watch big game update. Got it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but I, I calling this Overwatch two, and I'm assuming charging full price for it is a fucking huge scam. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I guess we'll let's see when it comes out. If like it feels warranted, I, I like Overwatch enough that I, I would gladly give them another sixty dollars. I would rather not, but I will if I have to. Technically, we, technically, we've given them a hundred dollars plus whatever for loot boxes. Well, yeah, good point. Good. $40 on PC and 60 on console. Good point. Um, all right. So I saw a tweet this morning. Um, it was... F- so it was from a... Um, I guess I'm, I don't want to name names, whatever, but I just want to talk in a general sense. Um, it was from a game, a game critic. I never heard of this man until this morning. But he uh, tweeted out a portion of a Reddit AMA from Sam Whitwer. He is... Brian, help me out here. The name of the... He is... He is- the reason that Darth Maul is as fucking cool as he is. Oh, okay, well, more relevant to what we're discussing. Brian, what is the man's name from Days Gone? Deacon St. John. Deacon St. John. He plays Deacon St. John um, in Days Gone, which just recently released on PC, so that's kind of been in the general mind think of all gamers lately. Mind think? So, um, so he posted, <laughs> I guess somebody asked a question about maybe like I, like something along the lines of like I didn't actually look at the raid AMA, but maybe something along the lines of like, hey, why do you think Days God didn't do as well? And the guy on Twitter took out a little chunk that basically said that a lot of that uh, he referenced a specific review. He didn't say who it was, but he just brought it like that acknowledged it that it didn't that review didn't even show the horde mechanic. Didn't mention anything about the horde mechanic, which in his eyes was like a big game changer like a big thing that like people should experience if they want to make a decision on the game which led into a bigger discussion of game journalists people who are are their job is to review the game not just like somebody some guy to make a youtube video but like you get paid that you should finish the game and experience all there is to experience before you write a review and a lot of game again we're not game journalists we're not even close um and we're also not game devs we've never had a deadline to finish a game or whatever so like take it with a grain of salt um, that a lot of the game journalists came to this guy's defense, not Sam Whitworth, the, the game journalist had posted, and kind of was like, yeah, like, I don't get, like, you know, uh, yeah, we don't always finish it, but that's just what, you know, whatever. They agreed with him, essentially. Um, and the other idea was that when, like, a game could intend to kind of, like, you know, solicit a feeling or, like, or like try to, like, make you feel a certain way, but you can't judge a game on intent. It's either, like, what it is or what it isn't. You know what I mean? Because everyone is going to perceive it in that way. So, like, like the way that, I guess, like, like so saying, like, Days Gone might be, have, might have a certain part of, of Days Gone might have been, like, well, I think the game devs were trying to say this with this part, but that's not really what I got. So you can't, like, change the way you feel about it because, like, that's maybe how they wanted it to come off, but it didn't come off that way. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, that was also a, a kind of a part of it. And then Sam Whitwer defended himself, just kind of saying, like, I think that if you're going to review a game, it sh- you should either finish it, or if you don't, you should just close that you you didn't finish it. And then a lot of people kind of jumped all over him for it. Um, and he, I think, expressed himself pretty well. You can go find this on Twitter right now. It's all still there. Um, and I personally definitely 100% think that if a ga- if a, you're, you're being tasked to review a game, 
you should probably finish it. And if you don't, you should definitely say you didn't finish it because I agree. there's definitely games that I played that I felt a certain way up until like 80% of that game, and that last 20% made me feel a certain different type of way. And if yeah. you're getting paid for it, I would like to think that if you don't think you could finish it, then they get somebody else to do it because I feel like that's kind of... I don't know. I, again, I'm not a game journalist, but that's how I... I don't, what do you guys think? Yeah, there's been a lot of interesting discourse around this one, and um, I think that uh, it, it's definitely a uh, interesting topic because, like, I I don't really know where I fall because, like, I've never had to be in that position where it's like I have two weeks to, like, fucking bang out a 60-hour game or something like that, you know, or, sure. like, or a week to do it. Like, I don't and, know. What, and like, write a comprehensive review, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, really, like, you know, <laughs> get all my thoughts together. Um, but I certainly, I guess, you know, if, if I had to, like, pick a side, I certainly would hope that game um, journalists, you know, if it's their job to review a product, that they'll, you know, see it through to its entirety. So, but then again, I mean, I understand, like, time constraints and things like that. They don't really have that opportunity. So, um, but, yeah, no, it's definitely an interesting argument for sure. So, but I think, like, some people took what Sam, uh, the comment that he had on the Reddit AMA, like, I saw people, like, taking snippets of it and taking it out of context. And That's a good point. Yeah, they did take it out of context. There was a little bit more to it um, yeah, he, than, than I, they could put it in. Yeah, and the, the I went because I saw Jason Schreier make a comment about it, and there was obviously, like, a lot of discourse with, you know, with him and the replies and what he had to say about it. And someone, like, you know, had like a counterpoint like hey like i don't think like this this is the entire like his entire point here but like you know could you see this side of it because like this was a huge mechanic and in some reviews that like wasn't even mentioned and like you know jason's rebuttal was you know thought well thought out as most of his responses are um but i certainly think a lot of like at least the initial responses to what uh you know it was very knee-jerk, knee-jerk was, exactly a lot of people had very knee-jerk reactions to what he said and i i i, I would like again like we are not game reviewers. No, like I, I'm not, I've never been not that something, This is not something that we've ever had to deal with before. But I would like to think that, kind of like what Dan said, that like if this is what you have decided your career is going to be, whether it was just journalism in general or game journalism or whatever, and you're tasked with doing a review, I would like to think that you would see it through to the end. And if you could not disclose that, at least, this is my opinion up to this point of where I, up to this point of the game, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I, I personally don't feel like that is a big ask for somebody to do if they were writing a review. This is, I mean, there are plenty of reviewers out there that, like, you know, get a bugged review copy, and they just go, oh, well, you know, my game... Like, they have no problem calling out the game for having a bug in it when they have it two weeks early and whatever. And, like, it impacts their gameplay. So, like, I don't understand why it couldn't... It's not something that they can disclose at the start of their review article to just inform the people reading it that they have not done... You know, they haven't seen the game through to the very end. Yeah. Um, I, I personally... I Like, again no fucking uh i know a lot of these journalists and stuff are under like pretty strict time constraints and stuff like that and like you know i understand all that um this is not something that i've ever actually had to deal with personally none of us have ever had to deal with personally but uh just a a, a quick disclaimer i don't think could kill you no 
like for real. Now, I would love to talk to her, like uh, someone who does this on the regular to discuss that with them. I would love to hear someone's opinion. Um, obviously, you know, obviously Andrew, like I know, has done uh, before your buys and things like that, which I guess isn't exactly as a game review, but he probably would be the most experienced to talk about this. Um, well, unfortunately, he's not here, so. Um, I think that's like what makes the before you buys unique because like I think they explicitly state that they don't play the entire thing, which makes sense. I think and they yeah, and, yeah they get like they they get like a good chunk of it and like they give their their initial their thoughts. gut initial thoughts yeah which yeah. which is I, a big yeah. difference between a comprehensive review which is what those mm -hmm. people are doing well that's know. well that's kind of my point is that like you know these people are tasked with writing a comprehensive review of this game that they've been given and and in Sam's and, blurbs. He makes a good point about how, like, he, the, he felt like the game's, like, a slow burn. And, like, I never really thought of it that way, but it really is. Like, and, and it's kind of, like, a shame because I feel like a lot of people really didn't stick with it. Because, like, the beginning of that game can be a little rough from, like, well, the story perspective. You're right, Brian, but that's, that goes back to my point I was saying before. Is that that you can't judge a game on what the devs wanted it to be. Some people might no, think yeah, a slow burn right. it works, but somebody might not feel that way. So you can't judge it on that. Oh, that's what I think they intended this to feel like, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, so. yeah, 100%. And that's not, yeah, so it's going <laughs> to... It goes two ways. I, I get you what can't, you're you saying, can't, but, you know. You can't play 20% of the game and just assume that the other 80% is going to be good. How you thought it was going to yeah. be. Like, exactly. It's not. It's, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you can't play a half through the game like, well, I feel like this is really working up to yeah, something the, good. I so. feel like the, the other 50%, it's probably all this yeah, stuff, yeah. but you have actually no if idea. If you don't like it initially, or if you don't find it interesting enough to see it through, then yeah, it, even if it is a slow They're burn, just, then that's good. Even, like, if, even if it's not something that you want to see through, if you just couldn't, like if you just didn't have the time to, you know, play say like Skyrim for instance like unless they unless you get Skyrim like a fucking month early like you're probably not going to see everything that game has to offer no. like be real no, I mean some games you probably so, like yeah you would need a, a ridiculous amount of time to see every single thing yeah, ever so played. like you know you can't expect somebody that's supposed to be doing a review for a game like that to do all of that it's just not it's just not realistic but I, I still believe that there should be a disclaimer there like hey I have played you know up to this point here is my review up to this point of the sure. game. Like that's, I agree. It's literally two. It's like a sentence, yeah. two sentences, and like I think it would literally fucking clear this entire thing up. Like yeah, I mean that. I mean he, if you look through his like he had a he talked to a bunch of people, the other game journalists and stuff, and he mentions that, and some people dispute it, some people don't. So again, it, again, I'm sure I'm sure if we sat five different game journalists down, they probably all have a yeah. different answer from all of them. So yeah, but yeah, for sure, but. Us three guys who have never done this, who are most qualified to speak about it, we think <laughs> that you guys should put a disclaimer. So fucking listen to us. There it I is. Mean, we got think think about it. We can think about it as like on like a consumer standpoint because like we are the people that consume these reviews. Yes, honestly. Let me speak like, to I'm your manager, to, like, Mr. Game Journalist. I am pissed <laughs> off at this dick. review. Don't be a, don't be a dick. Uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. You have like an actual. No, you're you're right. You're right. You're like, right. You're right. You're right. But like, th if you think about it in like a consumer standpoint, because we are like the, the audience that are going to be consuming these reviews, like, I would prefer, you know, a rev like a comprehensive review be about the game from start to finish, and if not, tell me that ahead of time so I know what I'm reading. Yeah. So that either I can go find another review or I understand that you know this is 
only a review yeah. up to a certain point. Yeah, because obviously, if like say I played it and I and I got and, like I thought the game was pretty good, and I got to the horror mode, I was like, yo, this is fucking sick, it's the craziest thing I yeah. ever played. And then, I, but I read a review that said it was bad and like not to play, and I didn't play it, even though I might have felt that way if I played. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I go yeah. just saying. It's. I I also do kind of feel like sometimes, it, like I mean, I'm sure it's other it's other spheres than gaming, but I kind of feel like game journalists always seem to have each other's back no matter what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, no one really wants to be that outlier that's like, I, I kind of agree with the, oppo- you know, the opposite here, you know, so. Yeah. But again, we're not exactly qualified to speak on that too much, so. I mean, again, like, the, the the slight point I just made where, like, maybe putting a disclaimer will make somebody move on to another review. So now, putting that disclaimer there could impact them negatively yeah. on their fucking article. I gotta look through the. So I gotta look through the thread again because a couple of people. I remember he leg- like legitimately suggested that to some people, and I want to see their responses to it because like that just makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you do that? You know. Yeah, but I mean, like, it could just it, it could be the exact point I just made because now if you put a disclaimer there and somebody sees that, oh, goes, somebody oh, goes on. Okay, I get, okay. I'm sorry. Goes I missed to another website. I miss your point. Yeah, they're, like, they're losing the yeah, traffic. Like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right, then right. you can like you can make that argument also. So well, yeah, I, I guess it also if if you have a publication where like your game journalists are really bad at finishing games and like nobody does, and somebody mm-hmm. goes to reviews like, what the fuck? I'm not gonna listen to these people. Yeah. None of these people play games, yeah. and then you know you're like, I'm not gonna even come to this website now. So yeah. I guess so, I get what you're I mean, saying. The, pretty much, there's there's an argument to be made on both sides in like fucking like any any direction or question that you can ask about this really. Sure. So I don't. know. And again, we don't really know until we're there. So until all of us become we are game not journalists. So if we ever come become a game journalist, we'll, we'll circle back here and we will uh, discuss it again. I don't know that I want to. I don't want to feel rushed to play things. Yeah, but if you got paid to do it, yeah. I I, I hate the analogy, but it's also like if my if my boss like one day was like, "Dad, you gotta get those reports to me," but then the day I was like, "All right, I did like eight, I did like sixty percent of them. This is good, right?" And she's like, "Nah, I need all of it." And I'm like, well, this is all I got. But I didn't, I didn't have enough time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have enough time. You know, I, she wouldn't be like, all right, well, we'll take him. That's fine. We'll give. We'll, we'll take this. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to finish it. Yeah, it's like someone putting out an album review and they'll listen to five of the ten songs. Right. Or the first 30 <laughs> seconds of every song. <laughs> I think that's worse. That's definitely worse. Um, the five, like the first five songs, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the other half would probably sound like this. <laughs> I got a good idea what yeah, I'm right? dealing with here. Yeah. yeah. The other uh, half is just... You know, somebody screeching into a microphone. Um, all right. Last thing. Pat, I know you're very upset about this. But Twitch has somewhat uh, started uh, cracking down on hot tub streams. Which well, was... started with Amaranth's, like... Well, that was, the, that was the first, like, actual act that they made. So, like the so to preface it, if you weren't aware, um, a big thing that that sub streamers were doing on the just chatting category in twitch is that they would do they would do a twitch whatever live broadcast from a hot tub where usually it was in their home sometimes it was out it would usually be a attractive person there was some guys and some girls and they would basically just be there doing some stuff and it was a a pleasing to the eyes but there was really no nothing really going on there was no gaming happening there really wasn't any constructive conversation it was basically just what it sounds like and twitch has decided that that isn't really family friendly and not exactly content that they want to kind of you know amplify and show on their platform but they also acknowledge that it's not actually against any of their terms of service so they can't actively get rid of it but a popular streamer amaranth like pat said uh was a, a big proponent of the hot tub stream she has I have tuned in a few times to the hot tub streams. They are what they seem to be. I, I did extensive <laughs> research. 
Um, and that, uh, and then Twitch but decided to we have demonetize. Huh? That's, I'm glad we have an expert here. Yeah, no, I'm I'm an expert. Um, that Twitch decided to demonetize her, and she can't run ads on her uh, videos. And she's a very popular Twitch streamer and made a lot of money off this. Basically saying, hey, we can't ban you, but we don't really want people to see this, so we're kind of kind of so like make sure no one really, you know. Their thing is like, all right, yeah, like you're not against the terms of service, whatever, like fine, um, but we can determine what we think are ad-friendly streams. Yes, exactly. And, and that's not they what they have determined that those are not, like, just not hers specifically, but hot tub streams in general mm-hmm. are not that for them. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not against her. It's against the like, hot tub stream. Yeah. Yes, it's just that category <laughs> specifically, and um, Amaranth just happens to be the most popular of them, so it's just defaults that she is the example. Yeah. Um, and they are going to be moving all of these into their own category yes. as far as I more Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's kind of where this was. They're moving a um into a new category and the category is going to be called pools, hot tubs and beaches. Okay. So, honestly, I, like considering what this is and like all this stuff like the the fucking fervor that has been around this like sudden meta on Twitch um, I truthfully feel like this is probably the best answer. Well, Twitch has um, already said this isn't their actual answer. This is like an indefinite band-aid for the actual problem. They actually have quoted saying that. So this is not... I mean, this might be the one uh, answer right now, but they, they are looking into more I, of a definite solution, is according to them like right truth, now. Truthfully, like for me, like personally, I think this is a perfectly fine solution for whatever this meta on the fucking platform is. Um, like, you know, they can, like, these, these streamers can still receive donations and subscriptions and, like, all that shit. So they still, it's not like they're getting completely deplatformed. No. They're, you know, they, they still have revenue. It's just harder like, to find still, them like, now. generating money. Yeah. It's just not front and center yeah. in your face. And, on the homepage of... Well, wh- one other, one other point I wanted to make was that, that these streams fell into the just chatting category, which is a very popular... Category. It's it's where anything that's not gaming related is happening. If you're not playing a video game, you're you're fifty thousand something. Exactly, and that's always like top five of the most watched category up there with Fortnite and Apex and World of Warcraft or League of Legends. So those streams would be there, so people would have to see them. Now I'm sure they're still gonna be popular. They're still gonna be there, but you might have to go back two pages and try to find hot tubs, beaches, and and pools to find it. Yeah, it's it's if you if you pop open Twitch's website right now, it's gonna have some things that are catered to like stuff that you have watched but they always have like recommended just chatting channel like always yeah. like does not matter and within they'll show like five six streams like previews up and without a doubt every single night there is a hot tub stream there oh yeah 100%. and for you know granted like for someone like myself like all right like cool like I'll watch this for like three, four hours, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. Like it's not like I'll, rec- I'll record this on my phone. It's fine. <laughs> it's not like it's not offensive to no, me. Yeah. But like, say like, fucking. If my girlfriend like saw it from behind me, she'll be offended by it when I'm watching it. And so punch and then punch me in my <laughs> yeah. head. Um, but like, say like a six year old on the platform, whatever, like a kid, exactly, or some Good shit. Point. Like, you, like you don't want your fucking kid like seeing stuff like that. Like, no. and you know, people make the argument that like, what's the difference? Of you know these these females being doing like doing what they're doing here or on the beach, 
or whatever, and like, yeah, all right, it's like a yeah, but you're not letting your six year old ogle girls on the beach. I mean, you're not like walking them over like check out letting, this one, Tommy. Yeah, you're also not letting your six year old like potentially pay this person to like <laughs> look at them. Like, Here's some oh, hey lady on hey, hey lady on the beach, can so, you like, roll over? It, Here's five dollars. Yeah, that's like and, and like I like again I understand the argument, but like you have to understand that there's like there is a monetary like value to these things and like these these women men whoever is doing these streams are doing it for the money like they're not doing that they're not doing that shit because it's fun to just sit in front of a camera and not do anything for four hours in a hot tub like there is a monetary incentive oh yeah they're not doing that for their for their for their health so like again like these fucking these people they found they found a niche and they fucking took advantage of it, and it worked out really well for them. And more power to them. Fuck it. Like, good job. Yeah, I mean, me personally, you guys- it's obviously one of those things where it's like I I understand Twitch's perspective of it. Like, they're not breaking rules. Can't yeah. cook them off. We don't want on the main page. Kids, etc. Like, yeah. I get it. And I'm 100% in, like, the same boat as you, Pat. Like, it's it doesn't affect me. It's not hurting me. I don't care. Yeah. Like, good for, good for all y'all. Get your fucking bag. Make that money. You know, but, like, if I jump on Twitch, like, I'm looking for, for very specific things. It's very rare that I'm, like, just on, like, the For You page or the main page. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say, like, a few weeks ago, like, especially, like, for me, like, I'm not somebody that, like, is on Twitch, like, during the day. It's more like, late at night. Like, that, that the amount of hot tub streams on, like, the fucking main page was so over the top. Like, it was just, like, yeah. you could not look... It, you can't it was a clocky Twitch, almost. It was, like, a two-point yeah, setting. I, I, wa- yeah. I want to watch some greasy dude, like, just do some weird shit in Destiny. Speedrun Resident <laughs> Evil, yeah. Yeah, or, like, some crazy speedrunner that, like, I've never heard before. Just some, like, ridiculous shit, like, because it's late at night and I'm bored. I just want to watch some stupid. Like, but, uh, like, no, I it's just, it's not, that's not what was being, ca- you know, like, uh, catered to the, the, the front page, so. Yeah. And at the end of the day... <laughs> Like, I, I know Twitch is expanding and there's more than just video games, but, like, I still like to think Twitch is, like, somewhere where I go to watch video games and do, and be in that culture. And I kind of feel like the hot tub streams were, were I, like, not within that realm. Yeah. And it was kind of jarring almost, you know? It's, like it's Well, I mean, I, I, like, I mean, if you're going to go that route, like, the whole Just Chatting channel. I, but I, I agree. I think the whole Just Chatting channel should be a whole separate website, personally. And that's, and that's I don't know, that's just not... The just Chatting has been there for as long as I have... No, the, not, the fact that it's better so. for all doesn't change my opinion on it. I, I've always thought, no, like, I get it. That, that's never channel I went on. There's no stuff I never wanted to see. I never want to see that stuff on the front page because I don't... If I want to watch some dude, like, vlog, like live stream himself walking around Tokyo, I'm going to go on somewhere else to watch it. I'm not going to go on Twitch to watch it. Well, it, I mean, there's also people that, like, you know, will switch to just chatting while they're either... Maybe they're reviewing something. Good point. Actually, I watched like Charlie that. a so, lot like, just chatting, so... Uh, yeah, so like okay. even like Max, like Max, Maximilian, dude, like he'll he'll watch like game trailers or like fighting game trailers that are coming up, and he'll like talk about sure. them. And shit I like still think that's so a like, big difference between that and like again somebody live shooting himself in Tokyo, which, which could be set. Maybe this needs to be sectioned a little bit. Maybe the categories need to be a little more defined, like what they're doing. So maybe that's the solution there. Maybe I don't know. Like I said, I personally like the the this solution now and just sequestering these things, like these this category of live stream into its own area and just kind of like not burying it but putting it like you know not so front and center personally is a perfectly fine solution because like I don't think that these people need to be deplatformed or anything or like whatever like 
me and Brian both said like they fucking found a niche they fucking and they were raking it in and they were and still I'm sure these people are fucking still making tons of money or even if they're not getting ad, ad revenue um so like they they found a thing they fucking they filled that gap that apparently Twitch had <laughs> like and just like and just fucking they were just fucking making some serious money yeah. and like more power to them um, um Last point. I appreciate Twitch's fucking. It took them a little longer than I was expecting because yeah. a lot of people were very unhappy. Yeah, it was, it was coming. But uh, last point I'm going to make is that if you ever need me to fill your gap that uh, that you have, let me know. Uh, all <laughs> oh, right. Any, any any final thoughts on that? We are we done on the hot tub streams? Done. Done. So. All right. All right. That's all the news I had. This is a good conversation this time, fellas. Good. Good, uh, good job. Good. Bringing bring your thinking brains. Uh, Brian, you want Brian, Pat, you want to do? You want to do some off-topic? Oh, uh, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I've got a quick one. I, um, but I uh, started Castlevania. It's amazing. I that shows better than it should be. Hell Honestly, yeah, it's so good. That first episode was like a whirlwind. I was like, boom, 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 you know, like I, I love the like four weeks out, three weeks out, two weeks out, right. <laughs> It was so right. well done. So well That's done. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's awesome every single time. Like I, it, that show yep. is like too. It's like too good. Like, is this it's, the last season? I, th- I think, think so. so. Yeah. Oh, I'm not ready. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't started I'm not, it yet. I'm really. I'm excited. not ready. It's, no, I'm not ready either. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, can't wait to watch. It. I, I, I watched. Watch it like, over again whenever you want. <laughs> I watched the first three episodes, so I can't wait to crack out some more. Uh, finished. Nice. Me and Pat, we started Love, Love Death and Robots season two. Yeah. Um, I finished the rest when I got home. Pat, um, I mean, Dan, what did you think of the Santa episode? <laughs> Yo, I, it was it was good. This episode, but you know, Santa doesn't look like that. You know, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I do know. I know him. No, you know, he doesn't look like that. And like, and Yo, I, yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah I, he does. I needed, I needed the, the, that boy. I needed him to be bad. I, I needed him to be eaten by that thing. The fact that he was good. Maybe he didn't get something to eat. Maybe he gets dragged away and taken. Like well, turned I needed, turned into a like Krampus yeah, style. Maybe, into an elf. but I, but I needed you. Know, I needed to know what happened. He, he leave them, do it, let so. the mystery live on. It was it was good. It was nice. I know. Obviously, there was a lot less episodes in the season, but I definitely think yeah. there's like a lot, like definitely eight better episodes in season there one. Were, there were eight very aside. I, I wasn't a big fan of the first episode, but the really? other seven were all like very high quality. Like yeah, also, no, they're the, all uh, good. You know, another one was bad, I guess, but I, I definitely enjoyed. Um, they also you know, got some st- noticeable people to do some, some yeah, fucking Michael Michael should B. I, Jordan. Should I? Sp- oh, yeah, I, I did. Say, is, Michael B. Is that Jordan a thing? I didn't even look. Yeah, that's awesome. You didn't recognize didn't him? Did you finish no. the season? Was, you didn't recognize him? Oh, was oh he was the, the one with, with the, the robot, the, yeah. the clearly yeah. robot. Yeah, I guess that makes sense now. Yeah. I didn't. Right, I, I didn't think say. about it at the time. <laughs> very clearly Yo, him. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, season's very good. Um, I also fell asleep in the middle of that season at Pat's house. So, take out the great assault. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think there were more like varied like styles in the first season, which I liked a lot. Like this was a lot of like very like like very realism. Aside from the Santa one and the first one, they really like oh, and the fucking the whale one too. Forgot about that one. But the other five were all like like real like CGI like realism. Like they like really went hard on that and the first season had like all types of styles in there like and there was there were some that were like a little bit more memorable to me in the first season like the fucking farm one with the mechs 
and like the werewolf like military guy and like all that like there were some really memorable ones in season one and i think the <clears throat> the most unique and memorable one to me in this season was the one with the whales yeah and that was like probably the most unique art style as well it was yeah. very good it was awesome i did over i enjoyed it immensely immensely mm. immensely probably up there too they were just there was just nothing i don't think there was anything this season aside from that one episode that like i was like i wish this was a series <laughs> like like i think it well i think they found those from like i think they found the their and like, you're right pat there was there's definitely a few in the first season where you're like i want this to be an entire show but i think that's like i don't mm-hmm. think that's the point of it i don't think that's the, what they no it's not i don't think that's what they want to do like they want to just no, tell this not. isolated story in 11 minutes and I think that's incredible. So, like, I, li- I like yeah, that no, the and, fact and, that the that, second that's... season did that, where, I like, every episode I finished watching, I was like, okay, great. <laughs> no, yeah, and, and you're right, because that's, that's not what they're doing. They're, they're just trying to tell, like, isolated sci-fi stories in, like, these... Like, vignettes, small vignettes. Like, 15-minute yeah. chunks, <laughs> which is great. I think that's awesome. And the fact that they can pull that off is fucking awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, the, the feeling that, like, some of those episodes from season one evoked, like... I want. Yes, I will agree with you. More. Yeah, like give me that. Okay. <laughs> like I want to watch this a lot more. There, that's fair. I, I really, I really <laughs> should revisit the first season and rewatch it. I was, yeah, it was very I was telling Pat the one episode from the first season that I watch like on the regular, like on YouTube, is um the Aquila Rift one, where like where he thinks he's he's like in a simulation, but it's actually like we're like spider alien. Oh my that's god, like, I hate I that. Love that one. That you know that reveal at the end yeah, fucks me up really every time. Like I, I know exactly what's coming, but every time that like sexy lady kind of starts coming out, and then it's a big spider monster. Every time, I'm like oh, and he's like, just oh. yeah, he's a decrepit like just you know yeah, right. Yeah. Fucks me. Up. I, I, yeah. I would like give my life savings, which is is, is like twenty five dollars, but whatever, I'll, to somebody <laughs> to make that into like a full blown series. Yeah. Or yeah, a movie. I'll take a movie. That's, that, and that's a perfect example of like that feeling that I got from like a more. Uh, granted, there are more episodes in season one than there are two, but I only got that feeling from one episode of season from season, season two. two. And that was the whale one you said. Yeah. Like watching these like super human kids like fucking do whatever that run was on the ice. Like, yeah, like. Just do more of that. That one was really cool. Because yeah. like, you want to like, also like the world. Like you want to be like, let's. I yeah, want like more yeah, like of what the world. where the fuck are they? Where are these glowy whales? Like what's where are also these glowy like, whales? Also like no one like now like all that ice is destroyed and the whales all <laughs> fucking around. Mm-hmm. And, like is anyone gonna care that they made that happen for no reason besides for a game? We'll never know. Like is somebody gonna walk yeah. out and be like, you kids and your whales, you all this ice, sons of guns. It's gonna take years to grow to grow this ice back <laughs> to grow. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, uh, the the season overall is very good. Yeah, so good show. Uh, Finished Invincible, awesome. I know we hey. have talked about that like nine million times. Can't wait for more Hell of that. Yeah. Think, Mark. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. That one line is just in my head all the time. So <laughs> think, Mark. Um, and yeah, that's that's uh, that's it for me. What about you guys? Uh, I'm still watching Demon Slayer, which uh, I fucking love. What are you up to? Uh, I've got like seven episodes left, so I'm. Are you I'm spi- there. Sp- spiders? Who's the spiders right now? I'm in spiders right now. I'm in this. Did this, they, like did yo, did the shit happen yet in spiders? No, it's just spider. Oh. I watched the you know introduction what? to the spider episode. Oh god, Pat, you know what I'm talking about like the when he finally finally happens with yeah. yeah. Okay, don't say anything. I'm not. It's just I'm not saying anything. I'm trying to keep. keep uh, I I like Demon Slayer, but I didn't like text Pat and go like yo until that part, and I was like yo, this is fucking mm. awesome. 
Can't wait. It was good. It, it was all good before that, but that like fucking punched me in the balls. There's some like there's some like real like there's some real shit that like pops off. Yeah. In this Big like, time. little. Am I, am I gonna be sad? This is time. Am I gonna be sad? <clears throat> no, you're gonna be pumped. No. You're gonna be. No, you're gonna be hyped. Hard. It's like it's hype as fuck. Yeah, dude. Cool. Can't wait. I mean, I, yeah. I honestly like. I will go as far as say it's for like, like for all of the characters you're gonna cool. be. Yes. Like they all have a bunch uh, of cool awesome shit happens. It's I great. can't. I can't. I'm terrible remembering the um the other character Inosuke the the boarhead. What was that? Inosuke, Inosuke is the boarhead, and then Zenitsu is the Zenitsu. Yeah, I like wanted to text guys be yo. Do we like all hate this character? But like, yeah, he sucks. He doesn't ever get. But like, I, he has one cool part every couple episodes. But and like, that's it. yeah. So like, his cool part in like his introduction episode where he falls asleep <laughs> and like the kids dragging him, and I'm yeah, like, that's, that's and I'm like, how? What is gonna happen here? <laughs> Yeah, every every time he like passes out or gets knocked out, he goes into like that state it's, where he's just like a fucking. It's thug. so cool. Because then he, yeah, no, he's great when he's like. But that, I also and he also shuts I, up. So I'm gonna. I hear also his voice. love at least and like the the Japanese voice actor does a tremendous job of as when he's just like yes. losing his mind over something and is mm -hmm. being a crybaby and like I hate it. But it's, think about that but it's also really funny. Voice. Yeah, think about think about that fucking voice actor's vocal cords Yo. when he's done with like recording episodes of that yeah. show. Like, I can't imagine, but still, yeah, his uh, you love to hate, you love to hate it. They do a really good job. Where I was like, oh, this is miserable. But then like, yeah, you just if they do a really good job of making you like, all right, just shut the fuck up. And then he shuts up, and it's awesome. <laughs> like they're like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah that was one of my first questions too, Brian. When I when I watched it, I was like, does this does this does this get better? Like, does he like this the entire time? I was like, no, he's not this entire time. And like. According to Pat, in the manga, he's like that also. So yeah, he's like that from start to yeah. Finish. So he's, he's that's kind of just what the character is. Which yeah. personally, I would probably, I I think it's cool when he does his thing, but like I probably would have rather a different character than that personally. But it's also it's growing it's, on me. That's what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> they do a good story. They do a good job of like this story is about Tanjiro and his sister. Yeah. So like all pretty much all of the character development is there. So, like, there is some for the supporting characters, like, Inosuke has some, and Zenitsu has some. But, like, as a whole, they are who they are, and they kind of just stay that way. Good. I, I don't want um, Inosuke to change. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just, he's, Inosuke is such a perfect character. Yeah. I, I hated him. him at first, because I was like, okay, does he, like, do you get a little more out of him? But then once, like, that whole training segment happened, I was like, I love, fucking love the shit out of this character. Cause he just he just he doesn't know anybody's names and they're all different. He was also a very pretty looking man. He is a very pretty boy under his mask, uh -huh. and he I don't, I don't and know. And why does he have that mask? Because he killed the king of the mountain. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Did they talk about that in the show? I kind of forgot. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he says mm -hmm. it. That was the king of the mountain, and he wears it. <laughs> also, how he became a demon slayer is very fu was very funny. Yeah. I don't even just, remember. He beat that. He beat him up. Took his swords. Oh yeah, he like beat another guy up and took yeah. his shit. <laughs> I forgot about it. It's it's just it's perfect for that character just being so obnoxious. Yeah, and he has his own like breathing style that isn't yeah. real. <laughs> he's just like his be yeah beast breathing techniques. The beast breathing, crazy slash. <laughs> like he just swings the swords around. It's fucking yeah, right. no, it's it's. I will go as far as say is out of all the the newer animes I've watched this year, Demon Slayer is probably my favorite. Like I really like Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, but this I think edges it out a little bit in terms of in, from a perspective of like every episode enjoying it thoroughly. So yeah, they uh, they also do a very good job like with the demons themselves. Like they're all like unique and they all have like their own like very unique ability that they're like yeah, using the, the blood demon art like, dude with the fucking oh drums. my god that was so good that was so good <laughs> like, 
yeah, like it, <clears throat> like that shit was like just super cool. Like it's very very yeah. Unique. The blood, all the blood demon art that gets introduced is very very mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. I'm also like I hope the movie's still a thing because I want to like make sure I see everything. So, if you have how many episodes you say? Uh, I gotta check. I gotta check the list, but I thought it was only like seven, seven or eight. I mean, you can knock that out. I mean, that's all I'm really watching right now. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to rush it, but like. That movie's still in theaters, as far as I'm I'll aware. check. I'll check. It's it been out. like no. It's been like number one in the box office for fucking. Oh, hopefully. I mean, like I, a couple oh, of weeks. I have plenty of time now, so. <laughs> Yo, dog. When you're fucking caught up on that show and you want to go see that you go, shit, you got me. Let your right, boy know. Posted. I'll go cool. with you. So yeah, watching Demon Slayer. Uh, watch first episode of Castlevania. So Dan and I also agree. Very good. Very great. Uh, haven't gotten much further than that. So. Um, also started season four of uh, Handmaid's Tale. Um, I know there are like six episodes in already or five episodes in already. Um, it's, uh, it's very good still. shows very much up there in terms of just being like great television. Um, but one of those shows that like if you watch it with your significant other who's uh, a female, it's just you feel horrible about having a penis. So <laughs> I feel horrible yeah. about having a penis all the time anyway. It's just you feel bad about being a man because it's just that we're te- they're terrible in that show. They're all terrible. So... I've heard some shit. Well, basically, actually, I've heard some shit from you that it's some shit about that show. Oh, it's that show's fucking wild. So over the top. Yeah. So, um, that's good. Uh, I finally watched the Beastie Boys documentary, which was awesome. Cool. Uh, shout out to Andrew for letting me borrow his Apple TV subscription. Um, so that was really, really good. Uh, then some, I could throw some, some music stuff out there real quick. Uh, da, da, da. What about the new Black Keys, Delta Cream? It's a good album. I'm enjoying that. Give me some Delta hey, Cream. Hey, boy. Um, that's it. It's all from new music that I've listened to the past week. So, anything else, Pat? You got something else? Um, <clears throat> yeah, we watched. Uh, just we already talked about it, so I was real quick. Love Death and Robot season two. Very good. Um, same anime that I have been watching over the last couple weeks. Uh, the ones that I have recommended a couple times now still very good. Um, there's one that I missed. I don't remember if it was last season or the season before. Uh, Akudama Drive. And Brian, I think you would fucking adore this show. It's like super cyberpunk. And like, it's like, <clears throat> like your, your general like cyberpunk uh, like tropes. Um, and like pretty much a group of people, they're called Akudamas and they're like, they're criminals basically in like this dystopian future, like where like, like anything you do, you can just get arrested for like the, the main girl, uh, didn't or didn't have cash on her to pay like a food vendor. So she got arrested for it. (laughs) So like, but, uh. It starts off like they they go to do like a they go to stop a they all get separate missions with like a hundred million dollar pay <coughs> payout to go rescue somebody that's about to go get executed. I ended it like I haven't watched episode two yet. I just finished episode one, so they do it and then they all get like explosive collars put on them and they have to like go do more shit. So uh, it's all in like this crazy cyberpunk city. So like I think you'd probably fucking really really dig. I'll it. look it up. 
<clears throat> uh, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu and Funimation, I believe. But if you don't have Funimation, Hulu's where it's at for you. I will. Uh, uh, other than that, um, I have fucking Army of the Dead queued up, and I want to watch. You heard it it's like day. okay slash not that good. But again, that's just reviews. It's, I mean, you, you expect to? What are you expecting to go into a Dude, fucking Dave Batista? Zombie heist movie. Like, I think A-plus cinema. Um, so I'm going into it with a very open mind and probably going to enjoy it. Uh, I also watched the first two episodes of MODOK on Hulu. Was that out already? Yeah. <clears throat> um, as of right now, I only think it's okay. Um, surprisingly enough, not the biggest fan of MODOK himself. And I love Patton Oswalt, so I don't know. I'm hoping that he gets better as the show goes. I really like the supporting characters, like all like the AIM soldiers and like, um, like his kids and shit. Like they're that's, they're all like very good and funny and like you know have some like really good moments. Uh, he's got like a super adaptoid robot that like it just like lives with him. That's pretty good. Okay, but he like Modok himself is just kind of like all right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not like super pumped about it right now. I might there's ten episodes, so maybe down the road a couple episodes in, I'll have a change of heart. But as of right now, it is just okay in my opinion. Alright. Um. I know this isn't new, but I finally listened to uh, Super What the Sarface, uh, the Sarface MF Doom. It's a good record, like collab album and it is very very good and I would definitely recommend if you are even like a slight fan this is his like last yeah they recorded it pre-pandemic like pre-before everything happened. yeah they recorded it pre-pandemic and like they pushed the release back a bunch because obviously with the pandemic um but then at this point obviously with everything that happened and him passing away Mm. um they just decided to, you know, to release it. So, but yeah, that's probably one of the last things that he did. Like so, his... well, it's very good. Give it a listen. Rip Doom. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? No. Cool. Alright, right. Yeah, sure. So that was another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. As always, thank you guys for listening so much. If you want to follow me at Twitter, I'm at Zinza Brian, Dan's at DNO, it's Pat's PC Mirth. And as always, enjoy the remainder of your lives. Enjoy the remainder of your lives.